at $1.25 per square foot, 284-6212. And leave the dust for the old movies. Precision Seal Coating and Asphalt. Sports Radio 104.7. Week 5 of the SEC campaign includes Florida at Kentucky. Wildcats have won two straight in this series. Last time they won three in a row, the early 50s. Noon kickoff in Lexington. Coach to coach, insured by Delta Dental. Also kicking early, Texas A&M and Arkansas. Razorbacks, 14 sacks behind only the Vols in the SEC. Arkansas, eight takeaways. That's number one. In the SEC, yeah, that that Tennessee sack number might surprise some people, but the Vols front can go after the quarterback. Key is playing excellent first and second down defense, so that people have to throw and you can they can get in those track stances and go. And 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 the opposition is if they if the opposition is in third and chains, which means they're behind the down box and they can and they can let their seven man rotation tee off. They can go after the quarterback. Well, been a big improvement, uh, and I think a lot of it comes from the fact that Tennessee has really developed over the years a lot of depth the last few years, and they have a lot of depth. They have 16 sacks in four games. That's my, my old Northeast Oklahoma math, four, four <laughs> game. That, that is excellent. Four of those have been by Barron, we were discussing. Three by Pierce Jr., who's a redshirt uh, sophomore who uh, did not play, has not played a whole lot, but he is really quick off the edge. I think that's going to continue. Uh, and uh, you have to throw in there also, if you're getting sacks, that normally means that your coverage is getting a little bit better, and that was a big lesson coming out of last year for Tennessee. So give a little credit to the secondary, but most mostly uh, some good pass rushers and good coaching up front. As we look at the lessons, you think the kicking issue is seemingly fixed? I don't think there's any question about it. And, uh, you know, we saw that coming. The, the mistakes that the kickers were making – were errors that could be corrected just by by coaching, and we've seen that now. Eight kickoffs in this game, all of them touchbacks. That means that your defense is going out on the field with the offense having to move 75 yards. They had six punts, 41-yard net. That is excellent, 44 yards average. You kick the ball 40 yards down the field, net punting. That's four firsts and tens. Any coach in America would take that every ball game. Jackson Ross is great for field position. Uh, coaches mentioned six for 266, 44.3 average. Uh, uh, they only had one touchback. He kicked, he had three inside the 20. Okay, three inside the 20 is, is huge too. He's got, he's, he's got the clubs in his bag to be able to do that. And the long of 52, this guy, this guy is a big, big key for the defense field position. Let's hit that, what Mac just said. What's the difference between net punting and punting? Why do we talk about net punting? Well, because just like the touchback, if you kick the football 50 yards and it goes into the end zone, you're really only getting 30 yards out of it. If you kick the ball, 31 yards and they get it on the 19 that is better than kicking it 50 and get it on the 20 it's a math thing i'm I'm mac i know you're not real good at math but well you are but you understand uh, on this (laughs) that's why we talk so much about net punting it's not how far you kick it it's where the other team gets the football from where you kicked it that's the net punting and that has been excellent for tennessee this year if you take away three or four kicks out of bounds. The lessons are about players. They're also about the coaches. So, Doug, how do you grade the coaching job coming out of that disappointing Florida loss coming into this game? How do you grade the job of Josh Heupel and his assistants? Well, you get you get graded as a coach, and you grade yourself as a coach after losses. 
and especially after losses where you don't think you probably should have lost the ball game. You know, when things are going well, pretty easy to coach. You know, locker room, everybody's happy. Your wife's happy. You know, your kids are happy. You know, your dog's happy. Everybody's happy. When you lose, nobody is happy. And in this particular ball game, and again, everybody knows that this was this wasn't Florida. You know, this was a different team. But that's what you, you're judged on. How do you react? Just like a player is judged on how how do you react after a bad play? Coaches are judged how do how do you react after a game that, quite frankly, you probably didn't do your best or maybe even uh, uh, close to your best in coaching. This game, Tennessee came out, and from a coaching perspective, they coached about as well as I think they could have. Before we move on to South Carolina, let's get our coaches to weigh in on their brethren a moment, who have not had some of their best colors shown to begin this season. It's always amazed me that coaches are seemingly so thin-skinned, especially since they never read the newspaper or listen to talk shows. But uh, just this week, we were worried about an 86-year-old former head coach, clicks versus game wins, and that's just the start of some of the stuff we saw this past weekend. It's really been nonstop since the season started. So, Dave McGinnis, I'm putting you on the spot. Would you agree it has not been a good look for coaches? Yeah, I've never I've never had any problem being on the spot and give you my opinion. And if you're that thin-skinned in the coaching business, it usually means you are not comfortable in your own skin. That's just what it means right there. Grandstanding for the media after wins has never been a good look or productive look for a coach because your players are feeding off of all of that. Just keep your powder dry, and the the players feed off your emotions and your reactions, positively or negatively. You've got to maintain a, a, a certain level. Now, there are times, there are times when you can do all of that within the confines of your building, but when you start putting it out there, you're really trying to shine a light more on yourself then you are taking care of your program. You know, over the years, and I've been around a lot of years, coached a good number of them, uh, I've, I've, I've always believed that, that coaching, uh, particularly the game of football, really reflects, and playing for that matter, the players are playing, re- reflects the, the atmosphere that you're living in. And I think that's true of everything today. I listen to analysts now that are so thin-skinned, you know, that like they can't make a mistake, you know. So I, th- I think it's a, a, a problem, really, in, in society, but certainly coaches. But, you know, part of it is when Mac, Mac and I were coaching, you know, you didn't have all the media. Every, everybody's got a media account now. They got more than one media account. Your, you know, your your head coach is on Twitter. Your defensive coach. You're recruiting all the players. So there's so much more of it out there. And uh, you say some things sometimes that you probably regret a little bit later. Uh, I don't know if it's thin skin or not, but certainly I think coaches are these days seemingly are much more worried about the perception of that than they were maybe 20, 25, 30 years ago. Yeah, well, people handle intense pressure differently, too. Some are like pipes with heavy water pressure. They break. Uh, the, the ones that know how to make the important things matter, they stay away from all the theatrics. Time for Dave to audible insight into football X's and O's. This is Coach to Coach. Our defensive mastermind set to explain quarters coverage. Quarters means four across the back end, uh, the, the, at, at basically at the same level. Corners are outside, uh, and, and they've got a, a safety that's inside of them. Uh, the three underneath coverage guys in quarters coverage. They cover the curl to flat, and the middle linebacker's always over the top of number three, whoever comes out in the route. you got five eligible. He's always over the top of number three, whoever that, that begins with. The, the underneath people get a little bit more depth until something takes them 
out to the flat. Corners stay over the top of number one. Our safeties are playing the vertical routes inside the inside quarter, and they and they drive the inside routes. Normally, depending on what type of offense you're facing, when a safety will come out of quarters, it's normally if the break is at 12 to 15 yards, and with the corner staying on the staying on the outside in his quarters coverage. Looking back to last week. Scouting the next opponent. This is Coach to Coach, where the experts coach you up before kickoff. Those who proudly wear the orange jersey understand the power of preventive care. Wearing equipment that helps protect them from serious injury. You should apply the same concept of prevention to your health and see your dentist and eye doctor regularly. And Delta Dental provides that affordable opportunity to Tennesseans. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental, they volunteer to save you money. Make it a happy new year. Become the Powerball First Millionaire of the Year, announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Enter to win a VIP trip for two to New York that will include a three-night stay at a luxurious Times Square hotel, a chance at a million dollars, and more. Enter any Powerball ticket at tnviprewards.com by October 31st. From the Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Dwayne Hardy of Forklift Systems. Most have experienced severe supply chain disruptions. Our Amazing athletes. The best performances. Championship hopes. This is a special presentation from Sports Radio 104.7. A lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. The Cumberland River from Mac Draper Stadium on the campus of Jackson County High School. It's Blue Devils football presented by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight, the two and three Devils host the one and four Pickett County Bobcats for their homecoming game. Good evening. I'm Devin Hogue here with Coach Wes Shanks and then Coach this is Jackson County's homecoming game, and, and what, what are you expecting to see from the Blue Devils early in this one? Well, they're coming off of a uh, big loss uh, at Westmoreland last week, region game, and so they're looking to reset the focus here at home in Gaines, uh, Gainesboro for this evening's game. Uh, they've got to come out and definitely push the pace on offense, which they have the talent to do so. Uh, facing an opponent such as Pickett County, who has been struggling all season long. Uh, they've also got, this is only their third season, and their first season of playing a 10-game full schedule. So all Jackson County has to do 
is manage their defensive production, keep those to mid to short gains, and uh, it should be a game that Jackson County comes away feeling a lot better than they did last week. All right, that sounds good for them, and tonight it's the Blue Devils and the Bobcats. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Coming into this, I, I certainly would have asked about, you know, third time you guys have been a homecoming uh, opponent for somebody, so on and so forth. But, I mean, the big story, uh, you know, no Caden Miller, right? Without your what was your starting quarterback, he's he stepped away. Uh, where do you guys turn from a guy who obviously uh, had some ability, but you certainly got some other guys on this team who can step up? Yeah, we sure do. Uh, we got uh, Landon. Uh, he's going to step up, and, you know, it's next man up. So, whether we have an injury or have a you know man drops out, we have next man up, and that's how we play. Yeah, absolutely. So you, obviously, third time uh, this year, you guys have been a homecoming opponent for somebody. But uh, you guys seem to be a team kind of likes to take pride in that. Do you like the opportunity to think that hey, you could spoil somebody's night? Uh, we do. That's uh, something we really kind of talk about as far as motivation. We um, we've had this is going to be our third one, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we're a small team. We're rebuilding, and we take that, and we'll play. Uh, we'll play hard, and we'll we'll take it and go. 
When you look at this team, obviously everyone, yourselves included, aware it's it's a rebuild, right? We're working from the ground up. So just how proud are you of these boys and, and how proud are you of where you guys are at uh, here just about a halfway through this year? I'm really proud. This is my first year. Uh, Coach uh, Matheny, is, he's really been here putting the work in and building these boys up. And I tell you, he's done a heck of a job. And I'm just proud to be on this team and be a coach. And these boys are strong. They, they come in, they play hard, they, co- they practice hard, and uh, I'm proud of them. They're, they're, really, they're really good boys. How do you continue to, to kind of build up this program, build up this, this group of guys? When you look at Pickett County, I mean, it's certainly athletes and success in so many other sports. How do you start to maybe translate some of that to the football field? Well, it is. It's a basketball school, and so we just got to get uh, football on the map here. Uh, get people interested, get people excited about it. Uh, when I played football, everybody was excited about football. And so we're just, you know, getting the, the word out there that we're playing uh, varsity football again. And uh, we're excited about building this program. And we want to uh, get everybody excited about it. So even come for a basketball, uh, get some of those athletes out here, uh, play some some gridiron. So. Picky County assistant coach, uh, Coach TJ here with the Bobcats as we get ready for a matchup between Pickett County and Jackson County in Gainesboro. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. 6-0, that is where the Upperman Bees currently sit. They head to Smith County, who is 5-1, and and Bees head coach Adam Kane stated the challenge is maybe their biggest yet. We know they're, you know, a quality team. That, you know, they're, they're really balanced offensively. they got a freshman quarterback that looks like a fourth-year senior back there. And so it's going to be a, a, a very stiff test, uh, a big-time challenge for us. Smith County's lone loss was in overtime 6-3 to to Macon County, who Upperman only beat 14-7. Speaking of Macon County, they are on the road tonight visiting DeKalb County, and the Tigers are looking to get back in the win column. DeKalb County head coach Steve Trapp says Macon is one of their toughest games to date. Uh, they, they play extremely hard. I mean, Coach Shoulders, they do a great job over there. It's a good football team. Uh, you know, multiple offensively, multiple defensively. They fly around to the ball. They, I mean, they just, you know, they do the little things correctly. They don't seem to, to beat themselves. You know, so we've got to make sure that we're, we're playing our best football this week. Macon County has scored 33-plus in all their games this season, except against Upperman and Smith County. Stone Memorial looks to start a new winning streak hosting Livingston Academy. Panthers head coach Derek Samber was complimentary of the Wildcats athletes. Yeah, a ton of athletes, you know, uh, some new numbers, some kids that uh, have maybe played for them in the past. It seems like their bodies have changed. They're bigger, physical, uh, faster than they were. Um, And then just a ton of respect for Coach Hauser. The Wildcats are averaging just 11.5 points in region play while giving up 33. Clay County returns to region play to host Joe Burns. The Bulldogs are riding a four-game winning streak after starting 0-2. Head coach Bruce Lamb feels like his team continues to get better each week. We came out a little flat, but, you know, we, we were able to put it together, especially in the second half, and, and play really good football. And uh, You know, we just continue to keep, 
uh, continue to get better each week, and then that's what we want to do. The Red Devils are 1-5 with no wins in the state of Tennessee. Monterey's home woes continued last week against Gordonsville. This week they have another chance to get a win at home as they host Cascade. Head coach Scott Hughes was clear on what his team has to do. It's growing pains a lot of times. It, it's being able to understand and, and process the grind of, of every week. And, uh, you know, you're at that mid of, middle of the season uh, really turning point. Cascade is on a four-game winning streak after starting 0-2 in 2023. White County will stay in Sparta for the next three weeks as they host Cumberland County tonight. Despite their record, Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty knows the Jets are not an easy win. They're not as bad as, like you said, the record in the day. So anytime you get that, coming off four straight losses, it's, uh, it's scary because we got to find a way to win a, win a game, and, and those guys are, are good enough to beat us. So The Jets have been held scoreless in three of their last four games. Cookville is coming off their most complete game of the year as they head back towards Nashville to take on the Gallatin Green Wave. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan discussed how Gallatin is one of the most complete teams that they will see. Yeah, really complete team. Um, you know, record, in my opinion, is not even as good as what, what their team is. Their quarterback is really good. Um, probably the best offensive line. Uh, receivers that are that are very, very athletic and can make a bunch of plays. So, um, that's kind of the first thing offensively that stands out, and obviously a lot of those guys playing on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, kind of your typical Gallatin, big and um, fast, and they've always had good good players and good athletes. The Green Wave have outscored opponents 128-31 to in the last three weeks. York puts their undefeated record on the line at Oneida this week. Dragons head coach Derwin Wright understands his team has to clean up their turnover issues. Well, our offense, you know, we're averaging about 38 points a game. Uh, and it's like I was telling our guys on Sunday, you know, let's take out those turnovers and we're going to be averaging about another 12 points a ball game. Oneida is 5-1 and one while giving up just 12 points per game in those wins. Warren County is on the road at Green Hill. The Hawks lost their first game last week, 24-10 to Gallatin, while the Pioneers are on a five-game losing streak. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. This is Emily Gibson, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Mark your calendars. You're invited to the Twin Lakes annual meeting of members on October 7th at 2 p.m. Join us at Jackson County Middle School as we recap the past year and prepare for the next. Registration runs from noon to 2 p.m. and don't forget to bring your ID. 
There will be great door prizes and gifts. You will not want to miss this event. You may learn more at TwinLakes.net or by calling 800-644-8582. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the one Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Jackson County Blue Devils head football coach Sean Loftus. What is the health situation for the Blue Devils coming off of uh, what you and me talked about last week, even before the game against Trousdale? You knew it was going to be four quarters of smash mouth, hard nose, very physical football. Uh, yes, it was. And you know, we we got two kids, you know, kind of dinged up, but they're going to be back this Friday. Uh, actually, three kids dinged up, but everybody's everybody's back this Friday, uh, ready and healthy. And actually, we get uh, back a freshman that that was a starter on defense um, at the very beginning, and then he he broke his ankle um, or fractured a, a a bone in his ankle. There, I guess it was. Uh, week three or so against Salina. And so, uh, you know, he got cleared yesterday to to kind of start doing some things. So we're going to kind of, you know, see how he is come Friday. He was able to do some stuff yesterday in practice. And as long as, uh, you know, our trainer kind of, you know, gives us the okay and things like that, we're going to try to get him in and out some on Friday to just try to get his ankle back uh, um, and and hopefully, you know, for full speed by by the following week, because I know he's probably going to be, you know, it's it's probably a little tight. I'm I'm assuming, and it's going to be a little sore the more that he uh, that he plays on it. But that's the only time, only thing that you can. What's do in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC cares from Upper Cumberland Electric membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC. Cares partner, and every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. It's homecoming in Gainesboro as Jackson County will host Pickett County. Meanwhile, Monterey is still looking for win number one at home. They host Cascade. Livingston is on the road and back in region play at Stone Memorial. And Upperman puts an undefeated record on the line, traveling to 5-1 and one Smith County. York, also undefeated on the year, visits Oneida, while Cumberland County finds themselves in Sparta, taking on the Warriors. As we continue from Mac Draper Stadium, 
Time for Coach Wes Shanks to tell us what will power a Jackson County win tonight, presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. Coach? You're going to lean on uh, quarterback number 12, Waylon Kennedy, if you're Jackson County's offense. Uh, you've got uh, Coach Sean Loftus. Uh, thinks highly of his quarterback, puts a lot of pressure on his quarterback, but his quarterback responds well. Quarterback play for Jackson County tonight is going to dictate the speed, the pace, and the momentum in this big homecoming game for the Blue Devils. Uh, on the counter, on, for defense purposes, uh, Coach Tommy Hitch, Alex Bray, Todd Petty, uh, George Stevens, Kobe Long, and Justin Davis, those assistant coaches ha have a fairly easy job tonight because they're facing an opponent with Pickett County that does not have very much offensive power. However, if you're looking for long-term uh, play here, coming off that Westmoreland game, they spend a lot of time and focus on their defensive efficiencies uh, this week during uh, practice. So they're, they're, I would definitely expect to see some schemes, some blitzes, some pressure on the defensive side that could potentially lead to some scores and also get that ball back into your high-powered offensive hands. Those are the, the UC Sports Nation Game of the, the Week. Game. Powered by so Middle much, Tennessee coach. Natural Visit Gas. Reminding you to call before you dig. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Stand by. Kickoff is next. The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing. Who has Tonight's time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a Plumbing and get the Just job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319 6395. No the plumber tonight. who does it right and knows his stuff. 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. W284DR Cookville. WKXDHD3 Monterey. Sports Radio 104.7. Congratulations, district winner in Jackson County Golf, Miss Abigail Scoggins. It's the best show in town. We've got the Jackson County High School Blue Devils taking on the Pickett County Bobcats here in a beautiful, picture-perfect night in Gainesboro, Tennessee. I'm Devin Hoke. I'm here with my partner, Coach Wes Shanks. Coach, Pickett County is about to kick off. Hi, big game right here, homecoming, down here by the river. Let's get this thing going. And Pickett County kicks it away, and the ball goes right to Jackson County, number four there. That's Carter Collier, the star wide receiver, and he takes it past the 35, down to close to around the 40-yard line. 
And so the Blue Devils will start off at around the 38-39 yard line. So we got two small schools here tonight. Jackson County High School Blue Devils. You got uh, Pika County Bobcats. Both only have about 20 to 22 players on roster tonight. Jackson County coming off a tough loss from Westmoreland last week and a struggling Pickett County right now. It's going to be an interesting game to see who can get hot quickest. And I'm assuming that's going to be Jackson County. Uh, and they'll find out on this first drive. Well, they've got quarterback Waylon Kennedy in the backfield ready to snap the ball. Kennedy. Hands it off to his running back, makes a move, gets downfield, gets close to midfield on a nice Jonah couple Gentry of juke moves. Incredible. That was Jonah Start Gentry getting to midfield. High snap, uh, handled it well, uh, got on the ball quick. So, look here, here's that fast-paced offense where uh, Jackson County is going to have all night long. Yep, Kennedy gets the ball and immediately hands it off to Gentry again right up the middle. And Gentry gets down to around the... 43-yard line, so another solid gain of about seven yards there. And, Jackson, yeah, you're right, this offense moving fast. Jackson County does a great job of getting back on the ball. Uh, Coach Sean Loftus has them on a fast pace. They've got, you know, four receivers set here and trying to push the pace early. This offense looking like the Tennessee Volunteers with how quick it's moving. And here goes Kennedy handing off to Gentry again. That's going to be close to a first down. He did not quite get there. I don't think it's going to be third and short. Probably about third and one. Good job by your defensive end right there. Dante Perez from Bobcats. Uh, left tackle missed his block. He was there for the uh, stop of no game. So now it is a third down. A third and two for the Jackson County Blue Devils here in their opening drive. Kennedy Hands it off to Gentry again right up the middle, and that right up the middle handoff Jonah, is working wonders as that is another Blue Devils first That's down. That's about four Kennedy. plays, and they're averaging about eight or nine yards per play right Blue up the Devils. middle until uh, Pickett County shows them that they can stop that up the A gap. I can I expect them to continue on. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't, uh, don't fix it. And... They send a guy in motion. That's number 22 going in motion. Now Kennedy is going to throw it out to number five, who makes a great catch, makes a couple of moves, and gets about five or six yards. That's a quick receiver screen right there from the right hash to the far side of the field. Uh, Made a man miss, which allowed him to gain five or six more yards, and they're on the ball. That was Brady Smith with the catch there. So it is second and five after the couple of nice moves. Great catch from Brady Smith. And... On this beautiful night, Jackson County is just moving quickly here. And here goes Wayne Kennedy, throws it to number four out on a wide receiver screen. He makes a move, and he gets down the sideline. He gets down to around the 25-yard line. That's the superstar, Carter Collier. So if you're Coach Sean Loftus, that's what you want. You want to set uh, that standard early up the A and B gaps, up the middle, and now you can move your offense to the outside exterior. They are moving quickly on the blue numbers here on the field, which is fantastic. Here's Kennedy handing off to Gentry right up the middle again. And Gentry breaks a couple of tackles into the end zone. Unbelievable run. He ran right over Bobcats defenders and hits pay dirt. Man, Gentry right there made one man miss, ran over another one, showed a quick burst of speed. That was a tremendous touchdown. Uh, Only took about two and a half minutes to get the first one on the board. Incredible there. Uh, incredible running from Jonah Gentry. He Like, they were at uh, around the 25-yard line, and he just, they handed off right up the middle again. He's met, and he just powers over the defender 
and gets all the way to the end zone. So a quick score. The extra point is good. So the Jackson County Blue Devils score on their opening drive, and they'll start off with the lead. So with nine minutes and 28 seconds remaining in the first quarter, it is the Jackson County Blue Devils, seven, and the Pickett County Bobcats, nothing. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. So here in beautiful Gainesboro, Tennessee with the Jackson County Blue Devils here with the blue numbers on the field. It, of course, as we get later into the season, as, as the grass will start to turn brown, as you've told me before, Coach, that uh, the blue numbers will show up more, uh, more uh, better. And the Jackson County Blue Devils went right down their opening drive, scored a touchdown. It was Jonah Gentry running over defenders, and he was a workhorse on that opening drive. Absolutely, yeah. I've, I've started to uh, notice this trend, and I think I like it. We were up in Monterey uh, last <laughs> week, and, of course, they've got the purple lettering around. You've got the blue JC on the 50-yard line here. Uh, I mean, you can hear the band. You got, it's a great environment on homecoming. Uh, Jackson County did right there with – uh, Jonah Gentry right at the middle, touchdown run. You expect this to happen against a foe like Bob, the uh, Pickett County Bobcats. Now they're kicking off going to defense. Uh, you know, I've not seen the Pickett County offense before, so I'm very curious to see how their offensive uh, series takes place here. I'm excited to see it. We know that they have a new quarterback as well. be interesting to see as the ball is kicked off. Number three fields it there. He makes... A cup. Oh, he breaks a tackle there at the 20-yard line. Breaks another tackle and gets close to around the 25. That was a fantastic, uh, fantastic return there. Yeah, he came up here towards us on the numbers. Uh, made one guy miss. Uh, tried to cut it back up to the middle. It uh, made a second guy miss. Uh, just didn't have the foot speed to. Uh, to break away another Biggie tackle. The uh, yes, and, and he has it on the first first down and 10 at the at their own 22-23 yard line. It is uh, the Pickett County offense getting set now on the field. Two receivers set. All right, here they go back to pass. It's number three, throws it down, and it's almost intercepted. That was number 14. Uh, right there, it was right there. Uh, that was uh, Darren Souza. He, he cut Darren off the Sousa. route and he almost Second got the interception, but instead yeah. it's an incomplete pass. Your receiver there tried to go an out route right up there off the hash. Uh, linebacker undercut it, got a fingertip on it, batted it up in the air, and almost put two hands on it. Had he done that, he'd have been in the end zone. Yes. And now the Pickett County quarterback is back. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have um, his, his name uh, with us because he's a, he's a new quarterback for this Pickett County Bobcats offense. Now he's going to hand it off, quick handoff, and it is swallowed up immediately from the Blue Robert Devils. Johnson, they were all in the backfield. That's Scott about a loss of about two Devils. or three. 
And, and with the number change there, they've had a lot of changeover with their roster this season. This is only their third season uh, with the program since introducing football uh, from the past. So this is actually their first season where they've scheduled 10 games. So first full season. Uh, their, their head coach there has done a great job working with what he has to uh, uh, there in Birdstown. But. Yeah, but now here they go, roll out, and the quarterback's going to keep it and will gain a few yards back, but still going to be well shy of the first down marker. So the Pickett County Bobcats uh, are going to have to punt this one back. But that, that was a good pursuit from the Jackson County Blue Devils. The quarterback for Pickett County rolled out. And, uh, and and he was looking for a receiver. Nobody was open, and he gets taken down, and it's fourth and nine with 8.25 remaining in the first quarter. And they've got the same uh, the same offensive set here, but the quarterback's about five yards deeper for the punt. Yep, and he punts it away, almost blocked, but not quite. Takes a bounce, gets roll, nice roll down to around the 40 three-yard line. So still really good field position for the Jackson County Blue Devils as they take over. Could have been a lot worse for Pickett County there, but it did not get blocked. And it did not end up in the hands of Carter Collier either. No, that's a a, a decent punt play right there. You know, probably netted 20, 23 yards on the play. Got back into the defensive side of the field for the, uh, the Jackson County Blue Devils. And so now they've seen Jackson County go up the middle. They've seen the little receiver set. The Bobcats have to make a slight adjustment to make sure they can contain these athletes. And now the Jackson County Blue Devils offense gets ready to go with 8-12 remaining in the first quarter. Kennedy back to pass, throwing it deep, deep shot to number five right in his hands. He's going down the sideline, and that is an instant Jackson County touchdown. Once again, that is Brady Smith. Beat his guy, goes down the sideline, and scores. Great setup right there. First and ten. You get the second series going. Let the quarterback air it out. Uh, underthrew him slightly. The receiver made a great adjustment. Uh, DB, you know, trying trying to do his best he can to uh, crash in on that uh, the run pat the run game. Uh, forgot about the over-the-top play. There's a second touchdown of the game. And because it was underthrown, it was almost recovered by the defensive back, but not quite. And the extra point is good. So on the first play of their second drive, the Jackson County Blue Devils score an amazing long touchdown pass from Waylon Kennedy to Brady Smith. And now with eight minutes to go in the first quarter, it is Jackson County 14 and Pickett County 0. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. This is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And so far, it's been all Jackson County Blue Devils. They've scored twice, and we've still got eight minutes to go in the first quarter. It is currently 14 to nothing in favor of the Blue Devils at homecoming over Pickett County. 
The band is playing. It's a packed stadium here uh, in Gainesboro, Tennessee, here in Mac Draper Stadium as the fans are very excited coach yeah this is actually the third time this season that pickett county has played a ball game that was the opponent's homecoming and so they're hoping to uh get off the uh the the losing slide uh but they're gonna have to make some adjustments if they want to you know continue to have those hopes for this game and pickett county they have been shut out in their last three games their first drive did not go so well tonight and now the kickoff is underway the Bobcats field it. That's their quarterback, number three right there, trying to make a couple moves, and it gets taken down at around the 25-yard line. Number three for Biggie County on the return. Got a low squib-style kick right there. Kind of picked it up off the ground, 25-yard line. They did a good job of gaining, you know, positive yards on that return. Uh, just not enough blocking downfield to, uh, to look for any further yardage. So now Pickett County, you know, they, they did not have a whole lot of success on their first drive. They went three and out. So it'll be interesting to see the adjustments that were made in the huddle. They're going to go back to this uh, two-receiver set, uh, one wide, one left. And now the quarterback drops back to pass. He's got pressure in his face, and he just gets rid of it. Great job by the Pickett County quarterback to throw it away because there were guys all over him in the backfield, like number 52 there. Yeah, Maddox Wilson, uh, linebacker, came off the edge with a blitz and gave him zero time uh, to read the play. The receiver hadn't even broke into his uh, route at the moment. So, like you said, did a good job just get rid of the football. It was very wise from him, and, and you wonder if, if maybe the Bobcats, you know, because what's difficult for the Bobcats here is it looks like it's going to be tricky to try to win the battle at the line of scrimmage. They've already tried to run the ball, got stopped. You know, there's already been a sack. That was almost another sack. Maybe they go to a quick passing game instead. Yeah, I mean, you can see right now Jackson County showing blitz again. And now big county snaps the ball they hand it off to number 19 who makes a couple of moves and gains a couple of yards there they yet they've ruled him down he tried to keep moving but they'd already ruled ruled john griffin down hi that's that's good heart right there uh got hit twice looked to uh be on the ground but the but the kid kind of tried to keep driving those legs and the officials had to come back and say yes he was down uh, as they come over to the coach's sideline, get the second play. That's positive yards right there. Unfortunately, though, they're still at a third and long, third and eight situation. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been unsuccessful on the three pass plays they've tried so far. So let's see if they just try an end around or something up the middle. Yeah, with seven minutes to go in the first quarter, Pickett County is on their own 27-yard line, and it's third and eight. And they're going to keep it. Of course, the quarterback's going to keep it himself. Tries to make. Oh, he breaks a tackle, but Ball's he loses out. the ball. Fumble on the field. Pickett County recovers. But unfortunately for the Bobcats, that is going to end this drive with another three and outs. Yeah, that was recovered by Garrett Dixon. Good, you know, good trailing on his part. Your quarterback number three right there, he's, you can tell right now, he's going to be the one that's trying to make everything happen. Made one guy miss, tried to make a second guy miss and didn't have that ball high and tight enough. There is a little moisture on the ground already here off the uh, river. You can see the dew on the field, so that's going to make the ball just a little bit slippery. Uh, it, again, they gained three yards on that, but just not enough for a first down. 
And you can see the footprints on the field in the dew. And this one is partially yeah. blocked. The punt partially blocked, but it takes a nice bounce out to around the 42-yard line. So once again, not the worst scenario for Pickett County. Uh, it could have been significantly worse. It was partially blocked. However, uh, once again, similar field position for Jackson County as they're going to be at the 42-yard line. Yeah, somehow right there you had an end go unblocked on that punt coverage. Uh, unblocked. He actually missed the punt block. Like It went underneath his arms. Uh, partially got it blocked, but the end-over-end end deflection allowed that thing to scoot downfield another 20 yards, uh, which was good for Pickett County. Now that gives Jackson County the uh, offensive start here on their own 42. Very fortunate for Pickett County. However, Jackson County, yep, still great field position as Kennedy sends a guy in motion. Now he's going to hand off to Gentry again. Gentry trying to use the stiff arm, but he's taken down in the backfield. Incredible defensive play from Pickett County. That was number 66, Dante Paris back there, took him down. And that's going to be a loss for Jackson County. Yeah, your your defensive end right there did a great job of containing the running back. Tried to do a little bit of a, uh, a quarterback halfback sweep. Uh, kept him contained there in between the hashes. Got him for a yardage loss. That's the best play for the Pickett County Bobcats so far tonight. It's now second and 12, just under six minutes to go in the first quarter. Kennedy hands off to Gentry right up the middle, and he gets all of that back and more as he's stumbling down close to the first down. He's going to be just a couple yards shy, so we're going to have third and about three. Man, he's a hard-nosed runner, uh, getting going downfield in a hurry. Hits that hole with a burst of speed. Uh, Pickett County's having a hard time putting their arms around him. Now it's a third and four ball on the 50-yard line. Five and a half minutes to go, and they're going to do an end-around sweep. Hand off to number four. That's number four again. He's making a couple of moves. He's getting down around the 25-yard line. That was Carter Collier on the end-around. Made a huge gain there. Uh, coach is really excited about Collier, a uh, young athlete. Loves to get him the ball in space. And he tried to even got in space, got 15 yards, tried for the uh, stiff arm, gained three or four more. And clock's running. Jackson County setting up on offense, and here they go. The ball is now in around the 25-yard line as Waylon Kennedy. Oh, the ball is snapped over Waylon Kennedy's head. He goes back and has to fall on it deep in his own territory. So that was a disastrous play for the Blue Devils. And they're going to be all the way back to around the the 43-yard 40, yeah, line, I mean, huge loss there. There's been some high snaps about uh, about chin high, which you want them around your basket. You want them right there around your numbers, that way where your hands are. Uh, that one went up above his helmet, unable to get it. Now, it was first down, and now you've made it first and 25, so a loss of 15. Still accomplishable here, but let's uh, – Let's see what the offense does. They hand it off to number 22 on the end around. He makes a couple of guys miss, gets down to around the 35-yard line. So he gets a lot of that back. That was number 22. Uh, yeah, that was that was number 22 on the carry there. Xavier uh, Mitchell getting a huge yardage. And now it is third and 14. Good pursuit by the Bobcat defense tracked him down for only a 10-yard game. It is third and 14 with just under four minutes to go in the first quarter. 
Kennedy back to pass, throws it to number seven, who's got a lot of space. He's got blockers in front. He's got breakaway speed, and he's in the end zone. Incredible play for Jackson County. That is Skyler Stacy taking it to the house. Great setup there. The wide receiver bubble screen over the middle uh, as he's coming back towards the center of the field, makes a catch, has one block, and then just split the gap between the two safeties uh, for that third touchdown of the game. It's the greatest show in town right here, folks, here in Gainesboro, Tennessee, as the Jackson County Blue Devils set up for an extra point. And the extra point is no good. It was a low kick. It went below the crossbar. However, thanks to the great moves from Skyler Stacy, the Blue Devils have a have a huge lead here in the first quarter. With three minutes and 39 seconds remaining on a picture-perfect night, it is Jackson County 20 and Pickett County 0. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. As the Jackson County Blue Devils are currently up 20 to nothing for their homecoming game against Pickett County. The crowd is hyped up. The band is playing the fight song. And the Jackson County Blue Devils are getting ready to kick this ball back off to the Bobcats with 339 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, this is great. this is awesome. This is great small town football environment. I mean, they, they, it's homecoming. They've got the cheerleaders, the the fans, the band. I mean, you name it, they've got it set up. The the food smells great. We're up here right next to the press box. Uh, coach King, who's been at the baseball coach for so long, is doing the doing the uh, announcing. It's Coach Jim Brown, legendary basketball coach. He's your athletic director. So it's great to be back here in Gainesboro. And the ball has been kicked off. It goes back to Pickett County. Past the 20. Past the 25. Nice move. Gets down to around the 30. So this will be the best field position for the Pickett County Bobcats with 3 minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. They haven't been able to pick up a first down yet, though, Coach. No, they haven't. They haven't looked very comfortable on offense. They're rushed, which is you know, a benefit to the uh, Jackson County Blue Devils. Uh, they're putting a lot of pressure on them. Pickett, That's one thing County. Pickett has to be able to to move that front a little bit. They've had a couple positive plays. Uh, if, if you're the head coach here, that's all you're wanting in this series. Let's let's get two, three positive plays in a row, not necessarily first down, but let's work from there. And now the quarterback back to pass. He's got some time now, and he throws it deep to his receiver and way over the head of everybody. Looked like the quarterback and the receiver just were not on the same page there so it's going to be second and 10 with 322 remaining in the first hey the positive is right there you had a two receiver set to the far side of the field one ran a stop route one was supposed to run up what looked like a go route kind of broke the route off early ball set over his head about five yards uh threw a pretty ball so there's some uh positives that you can pull out of that right there uh, jackson county was unable to get in the backfield that time so maybe there's some things that 
uh, Pickett County has picked up to be able to uh, make some adjustments. And there was some good blocking on that play as well as now the quarterback back to pass again. He's got some time again, throws it. He's got a guy. Oh, just right off his hands. He had number seven deep there. He was looking for Lyric uh, Paris, and it was just off his hands, just a little too much, but that could have been a huge gain. Instead, third and 10 with three minutes and 15 seconds to go in the first quarter. That's the best opportunity they've had all night for a uh, large or successful offensive play. The quarterback rolls out to his left slight, slightly, hits the post route for about 25, 30 yards downfield right over the JC on this uh, Matt Draper Stadium field and just off one hand of the receiver. If he got two hands on it, not only did he have uh, 25, 30 yards, he might have could have broke one tackle for six. He really could have taken that one to the house. Now the quarterback rolls out, looking downfield, throwing downfield into coverage, and it's intercepted. There goes number five going down the Still side, going. breaks a tackle, oh, great makes a guy miss. Oh, my goodness, he's going all the way to the end zone. Pick six for Brady Smith. He took it all the way to the house. And the Jackson County Blue Devils getting it done on defense now. Great, great adjustment right there. I mean, uh, ball came out to the to the uh, about a 15-yard out route. Quarterback's throwing it well. Defensive back undercut the route, made a play, started t- returning that thing 10, 15 yards, made a heck of a miss, or excuse me, a, a, a juke to make a, a offensive tackle miss, and then got 30 more yards for the touchdown but there was a flag on the field. Must have been some sort of a blindside hit or yes. a block in the back. There is a block in the back. Uh, I did not see the flag get thrown out, but, yes, there was a flag get thrown out. Block in the back, so that was not for a touchdown, but still a huge turnover. You know, I almost feel for the Pickett County quarterback who's trying to make something happen. Unfortunately, his guy was just covered up uh, by Brady Smith, and it was an incredible interception from him. And now... The Jackson County offense is going to be on the ball um, deep in Pickett County territory. However, there's a timeout on the field from Pickett County, so with two minutes and 58 seconds remaining in the first quarter, it is Jackson County 20 and Pickett County 0. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Just a reminder, a just a reminder, a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action is going to be Saturday morning at 9 live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live on the Rock 93.7. So, here in this incredible game in Gainesboro with 2 minutes and 58 seconds remaining in the first quarter, the Jackson County Blue Devils get a huge interception as they're up 20 to nothing deep in Pickett County territory on the 33-yard line. Here goes Waylon Kennedy. Back to pass. Tons of time. Throws it to Carter. And Carter uses a stiff arm and gets away from one defender. And he gets dragged down by a few defenders. And there's a flag on top of it. 
Incredible play from Carter Collier as he makes Flag a catch. And we'll have to see. It looks like it might be a face mask. And, and yes, that is what it appears to be. So now the Jackson County Blue Devils are going to be right near the goal line. Your defensive backs are sitting back about 10 yards off the line of scrimmage, giving those Jackson County receivers some space. A uh, little short, quick out right there allowed him to catch that ball and go one-on-one, -on -one, and that's where the stiff arm came in play. The only way the uh, the safety was able to you know, pull him down was by the face mask, so add some more yardage to it. And here you go, Jackson County's ready to put it in the end zone again. Yes, they are at around the five-yard line. Yes, they are, they are getting close to the goal line here, at the four-yard line, excuse me. Four-yard line, two minutes and 45 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Kennedy... Hands it off to Gentry, right up the middle, and he powers into the end zone for a touchdown. He's taken down, but Gentry, Jonah Gentry, stretches the ball across and gets another one. With two minutes and 34 seconds remaining, the Jackson County Blue Devils capitalize off the turnover. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. I think everybody was expecting. Give it to Gentry right up the middle. Been successful. Hadn't had a play where it's been uh, less than four or five yards all night. Uh, great job by that offensive line with the push. And now they're uh, trying to kick this uh, to make it 27. They are not going for two. They're just going to kick the extra point. It is bobbled, and it is blocked again. So it goes below the blue crossbars again. And so they're having some trouble here on the extra points. However, the positive for Jackson County is with two minutes and 34 seconds left, they have 26, and the Pickett County Bobcats have zero. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And off the Cumberland River, I'm Devin Hoke here with Coach Wes Shanks. And Coach, we've got a beautiful night here, a beautiful game. The Jackson County Blue Devils have 26, and the Pickett County Bobcats have zero right now, early in the or still late in the first quarter. But hey, we still got a big night of football here on uh, the Upper Cumberland. A couple scores already is York seven, Oneida zero in the first end of the first quarter. That's a big one-two in that region. So big competition there, and you've got. Uh, Cookville 7, Gallatin 16, close to the end of the first quarter there. Uh, and lastly, I think the last one we have here is, that's one we got right now. Let's go back to the uh, kickoff. Yes, uh, Jackson County about to kick it off back to Pickett County. The Pickett County Bobcats look like they might have had something going. This is a short kickoff, and the whistles blow. Not sure. There's a flag on the play. Flag Not quite sure what kickoff. this is. Yeah, they're just getting off timing right now. You've seen the last uh, two extra points have been a little bit of a mistimed where the kicker has not had enough time to kick and the snap and the blockers. It's not flowing well. The same thing led into the kickoff here where the kicker was just not on time. All of his uh, a, a 
11 guys or 10 other players were a little quick, so it's going to be a little bit of an illegal procedure. Five yards back, retry the kick. Hmm. Yeah, that, they've been seeming to have an issue with that. They, You're right, Coach. They've missed the last two extra points. They've both been below the crossbar. So some special teams issues for the Jackson County Blue Devils right now. Now they'll try to re-kick with two minutes and 34 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Blue Devils are up 26 to nothing right now on this beautiful homecoming night. Big crowd that came out to support. And now it is kicked away, a good Much kick. better kick, much and better. And the Bobcats field it at the 30. Now they get to around the 35, good blocking, gets close to the 40. That is the best return for Paris, the Pickett County uh, for the Bobcats. Bobcats. That was Lyric Paris on the return. Yeah, that, that's some positive there. Uh, made a couple jump cuts. Gained seven, eight yards on the return. Probably their best starting position of the evening here at the 39-yard line. That is incredible. That, that was a grid return there. And as you've said, Coach, yeah, before they've kind of been backed up to around the 20, 25. Now they're on the 39. And every single time for Jackson County, they've had incredible, incredible field position. This is the best the Bobcats have had. Let's see if they can finally put this scoreless streak to an end on a drive here. Quarterback keeps it, gets a, uh, makes a spin move, uh, tries to make something else happen as he gets to a 40. I think they're going to call him a gain of one Ooh. on that play. They were in a little, you know, uh, two receivers set, one receiver right, one left. They went to the option there, quarterback option right, decided that he was going to keep it, broke up the middle right there, be began to break back nine, outside. At their own 40-yard line. Referees called it down, thought they were kind of had a, a stoppage of play. He bounced outside, kept running. Uh, he Looking at the referee like, why'd you blow the whistle? He's a uh, number three right there is obviously a hard-nosed uh, quarterback, defensive back, one of the, the best player right here on this Pickett County team. And he's showing a lot of heart, too. He's showing a lot of, a lot of hustle. There's a minute and about a minute and 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter when they're ready to go. Jackson County quarterback trying to figure out what he wants to do here. Second and nine. Ball on the 39-yard line. He drops back to pass. He's got some time. He throws it downfield, and it's almost intercepted by Brady Smith. He almost had his second one. He was maneuvering the middle of the field, and it is incomplete instead. So a minute and 20 seconds go. It'll be third and nine. Very similar pass play that we saw uh, last series for the Bobcats. Again, quarterback putting some pace on the ball. Nice little tight spiral. This time they had two receivers, one wide left and right, both running the post routes, post patterns, and they just met in the middle, which allowed for multiple defenders to be in the same area. Number five for Jackson County, who's already got one interception tonight. Uh, he's looking for a second. Brady Smith has been a star so far, and he's got an offensive touchdown, uh, I believe, as well. They were looking for Lyric Paris on that play, and now here the quarterback drops back to pass, throws it, and it's incomplete to Lyric Paris. That pass was just a little bit behind Paris. He had to try to readjust to catch it, and he he just couldn't handle it. So it's going to be fourth and nine with a minute and 15 remaining. But that's positives here again. That was a a different set of three receivers to the right, one to the left. They did a a receiver screen play. Number seven was wide open on a slant route coming across the – uh, middle 
just unable to squeeze that ball. You could tell the head coach was a little bit upset because they had a good play drawn up, just didn't quite execute. The coach was very frustrated there, and you're right. Paris was open, low snap. Now the punter's going to keep it. He's going to run. He might have the first down past the 50, past the 45. Incredible play. That was number three again who was ready to, to carry it. And... Great instinct right there. Bad snap. He knew if he tried to punt that, it was going to be blocked and probably six points for Jackson County. Made one guy miss. While the ball should have been in the air, everybody's going back for the return. Well, he just slips on in there for a 25-yard gain, their first first down of the night, and this is the first time they've been on this side of the field. They are on the 40-yard line of Jackson County now, and that's the quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I believe his, his last name is, is – flat or, or flag, um, but he made an incredible play there. He gets to the 40-yard line, first first down of the game, and you're right, the first time that they are in Blue Devils territory. Let's see if they can make something happen. Low snap again. He's just going to chuck it downfield, and it's intercepted by Brady Smith. Smith makes a guy miss, makes another cut. He's still going, gets to around the 40-yard line. There's a flag on the play. Gets to around the 50, past the 50, down to around the 45. However, there is a flag. Yeah, he knew as soon as he threw that one. That bad snap led to that. Tried to roll to his left. Knew he had to get rid of it. Kind of threw the ball up in the area of a receiver. And too much hang time. <laughs> you got number five back there who's just – He's just waiting for the ball to be thrown to him like a center fielder out there in the outfield trying to make a catch. But he looked immediately uh, to his head coach when he saw that, tapped his helmet and said, my bad, coach. And that's that's what you get sometimes with guys trying to do too much. You saw the benefit of it. He just got their only first down of the night on a fourth down play, and now you see the negative of it, trying to make something else happen when he should have just gotten rid of it. Uh, But these are things that Pickett County can learn from. Yes, it is, and at least their players are showing a lot of heart, a lot of hustle. You know, he's not giving up. That's the best thing is he can never give up, and, and that's what he tried to do there. And unfortunately for him, Brady Smith, I mean, he's, he's, just, he's just been a gamer tonight. I mean, two interceptions. He has an offensive touchdown. Uh, you know, one of those interceptions he ran back, but it got called back. But he has been an incredible talent as well. Both of these uh, receivers for Jackson County have been incredible now Waylon Kennedy sends number 22 in motion there. Now he sends him back to the near side, and they're going to hand it off to Jonah Gentry, and he's met in the middle this time. Oh, but he breaks, breaks a couple of tackles, makes a juke move, still going down the field to the 25, riding the sideline, and he's finally taken out of bounds. But there is multiple flags on the play, but Jonah Gentry was met at the line, and he picks up a huge gain. Now we'll see where this gets knocked down because of the flags on the play. Uh, depending on what the flag is, that's what you call yak. Y-A-C, yards after contact, because you're not wrong. He was met by three defenders right there, Bobcats. They clogged up that A-gap, and he put his helmet in there, realized he wasn't going to go anywhere. Barry Sanders-isk bounced outside, got to the end, gained 30 yards, which was a tremendous play. Holding Jackson County. But you're going to get it pulled back by the Jackson County hold. There was a holding penalty. Uh, you know, I believe they... Yeah, they're going to move him back here. We'll have to see exactly where the And that's going to be a spot foul. Uh, holding is a 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. So that was first down. You're going to continue to have first down and two because of the, uh, the spot of the foul was ahead of the chains. 
It's going to be first and two ball, but it looks like the clock is going to run out in the first quarter here. So that is the end of the first quarter in this Jackson County homecoming game. And the home team, Blue Devils, who are driving down the field, have 26, and the Pickett County Bobcats have zero. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game, knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home, Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. It's homecoming here in Gainesboro, Tennessee for the Jackson County Blue Devils. You're on your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. The Jackson County Blue Devils are up 26 to nothing to start the second quarter. It is going to be first and about one, actually, on the 33-yard line of Pickett County Territory. And here goes Waylon Kennedy. He's going to hand it off to Jonah Gentry right up the middle, and that's going to be another first down. He's breaking tackles as he gets close to the the 25-yard line. So another solid gain from Jonah Gentry. And see, that was on first and two, and that's something you you rarely see. Because of that previous play, it was on first and ten. The the runner had a first down. Penalty brought it back ten yards from that spot. So it was still first down because it's not Jackson a loss of down. County. And so now a two-yard game got you a uh, first down, and they're on the 25. They're just working down the field again. Here's a handoff, and they're going to be met in the backfield, taken down hard. That was number 52, I believe, See, on that tackle. On and yeah. an incredible play from the Pickett County Stop defense. Yeah, they swarm tackle right there. That's, that's the probably the second time tonight that they've gotten three guys in the backfield to stop them for a two-yard loss. Uh, again, they're keying, they're keying on certain plays that they're seeing repetitive from these uh, Blue Devils, which is, again, they're learning. It is second and 12, ball on the 28-yard line, 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Kennedy back to pass. Stead throws. He's got number four wide open. Going down the sideline. Breaks a tackle, and he's in to the end zone. That's Carter Collier. He was wide open on a busted play, and Kennedy found him. And then he breaks one tackle, and he's in to the end zone. That was a nice little pick play is what that was. Kind of surprised the official didn't throw a little flag on that, but they had a two-receiver set near side. The outside receiver breaks in on a slant which took two defenders with him, allowing that slot receiver to be wide open. Collier getting that end zone right there with, with, with ease. And now we'll see if they can make this extra point. They've missed the last two. 
Bad snap on the extra point again, but this time, oh, it hits the upright. So for the third straight, extra point is no good. The first two were too low. This one hits one of the two blue uprights there after another bad snap. So it's going to be Jack. So Jackson County, though, still gets a touchdown. It is the Jackson County Blue Devils, 32, and the Pickett County Bobcats, 0. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Back here in Gainesboro, Tennessee, it is the Jackson County Blue Devils 32 and the Pickett County Bobcats currently have zero with 10.49 remaining in the second quarter right after another score. Let's go around some scores real quick. You got Cookville 15, Gallatin 23 in the second quarter. Uh, A region game here. Joe Burns and Clay County tied at six. Big deep for Biggie County, number seven, Paris, and number eight, Stuber. We're still waiting for a Upperman Smith County game uh, score. That's uh, haven't had any on that because next week our game of the week is right back here in uh, Gainesboro when Smith County Owls come to Jackson County for a region matchup. This is why this game right here is so huge for the Blue Devils because Smith County is going to be a tough team for them to deal with. Right now, the Smith County Owls are 5-1. and one. They're taking on a tough, undefeated Upperman team. And so Smith County, regardless of the result of the game, is going to be coming in here uh, with a lot of experience and a lot of toughness. So the Jackson County Blue Devils, if they want to have a good chance for that game, they definitely need to... Uh, figure out some of these special teams issues and also just come away with a really, really impressive victory here. But the kickoff is underway, and the Pickett County Bobcats field it. There goes Lyric. He's going down the sideline. Lyric's making a couple guys miss, and he's out at around the 45-yard line. A couple of flags. That could be a late hit. So the Pickett County Bobcats... They might end up in really, really good field position here. They might be starting in the Jackson County field field position. No, they definitely will be. That was a, uh, you know, Lyric Paris did a great job. Received off a double bounce, uh, a little short kick. Got to the edge and then turned up the notch. Got some speed down there. Got to the half, you know, to midfield and then out of bounds a little bit. Uh, Jackson County in their uh, pursuit just couldn't let up on the, uh, the tackle at the end. So that's going to add 15 more yards from midfield. So this is going to be their best uh, starting position of the evening. And the best by far. And Coach West Shanks, what, what is going on with Jackson County's special teams? They're missing extra points. They're doing bad things on kickoff coverage here. The late hit. Uh, just the, I mean, they're executing extremely well on offense, executing extremely well on defense, but not quite all three phases so far. Well, you got to think in a game like this. It's already thirty-two to nothing in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Their focus was was pristine at the beginning of the game. First two series, you know, fourteen nothing. Everything's going great. Special teams is looking good. 
once they realize they're you know scoring at will, focus gets lost in some of these high school kids, and so that's what they got. You know, the coaching staff's got to push forward to make sure they stay in it. And now here goes Pickett County on the option play. They pitch it back, and the pursuit is there, and the ball is on the turf, and the Blue Devils say that they've got it. It looks like there's a fumble, That was, and know, it's kept with Pickett County. Good execution as far as uh, Pickett County's going. The quarterback read the right play. Jackson County was in the right position to, to defend that option route. Face mask on Jackson County. Face mask right there is going to. Add, uh, add some yardage to the uh, end of the play there. But the bad flip, if you will, the pitch was uh, actually in good position, but they just didn't have enough spacing. So your quarterback's going to the end. Your running back was trailing him, but he's got to be more out in front, you know, about eight to nine yards away from him, uh, about five yards away from him, but he was more like two. And they were met there, and they fumbled the ball. However, fortunately, the face mask gets them five yards. So it's first and five with 10 minutes and 29 seconds to go. The Pickett County Bobcats have it on the 37-yard line, and that is definitely a false start there. Although it looks like there was a timeout on the field before that happens from Pickett County. So timeout on the field as the Pickett County Bobcats are in Jackson County territory with 10.32 remaining in the second quarter. It is Jackson County 32 and Pickett County 0. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the upper Cumberland. Everyone at Giovanni's says go big blue. They'd like to say thank you. So with 10 minutes and 23 seconds remaining in the second quarter, the Pickett County Bobcats have it first and five ball on Jackson County's 32-yard line, down 32 to nothing. The Jackson County, uh, the Pickett County Bobcats, excuse me, have been shut out in their last three games. They have not scored in in over three games. They're trying to end that right now with a great drive here. First and five. They've whistled, so they're ready to go. Under quarterback under center. They're in the I formation. Drops back, looking to pass, and he's taken down by number 52 there. Unfortunate play for Pickett County. A huge loss from from Maddox Wilson, it looks like. Yeah, Pickett County tried to do a different uh, setup there, put Elijah Taylor in at quarterback. And what they're trying to do is put him out to the flats, roll him out, give him some time to throw. But Jackson County's defense was in the backfield too soon. And so while he's trying to roll out, he lost about 13. Yeah, too many yards right there. Uh, But, again, a lesson learned for the uh, Bobcat offense. And the students are now up against defensing, watching watching this game as the crowd here is getting more hyped up with their team with a big lead and a big sack. Second and 17 to go. They drop back to pass. They throw it deep. They got number 84, and it's incomplete on a huge hit 
downfield. So that's incomplete. It's going to be third and 17 now for Pickett County. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That was just two good plays offensively, defensively. Uh, quarterback put the ball on the money with a defender in his face over top of the linebacker. Receiver had the ball in his hands, but your uh, DB for Jackson County put a lick on the receiver that dislodged that ball. So that's just good football both ways. And it looks like they are finally putting back in the original quarterback, perhaps, as as it's third and 17. No, they're sticking with number 21 here. He's running for his life in the backfield. Players were all over him, and he's taken down for another huge loss there. Uh, it, just, it just all went wrong on that offensive play uh, for Pickett County, so it's going to be fourth down, uh, yeah, he mishandled the uh, the snap to begin with. Once he got it, he, he just tried to, like you said, run for his life. He ran away from us here at the, uh, as we sit aside the press box. And so they started, if you remember, they started first and five. That's what they were at. To, all they had to get was five yards for a first down. Three negative plays in a row, and now you're fourth and 23. That was Elijah Taylor was the quarterback all those plays, which is fascinating because he hasn't been. And now the punt Underway, and it's out of bounds. Now we'll see where they mark this ball. And the ball is getting spotted at around. Not a the, bad punt there. Yeah, it's getting spotted around the 37, 38-yard line. Unfortunately, the net gains less than 20 yards. Uh, and I say not a bad one because the timing, the, the dynamics of that play were set up well. Uh, quarterbacks, directional kicking, so all the strategies that they're that the coaching staff's trying to implement, I feel like they did that because you don't. Uh, Jackson County's got athletes. You don't want to give to Jackson County and their athletes because, like you've seen already tonight, they they're going to score. And now Kennedy throws it out. He's got his guy down the sideline. There he goes. There goes one of those athletes with a stiff arm working down the field. He's got breakaway speed. Ten. Five, touchdown, Jackson That's County. That's number 22, Xavier Mitchell. It was thrown out to him on a little short pass from Waylon Kennedy out to the sideline, and he just took it down the sideline. They couldn't even shove him out. He uses a stiff arm, cuts back to the middle, and he was just gone. Xavier Mitchell with the breakaway speed, and... Now it is 38 to nothing off of that touchdown. And it looks like the Jackson County Blue Devils are going to try another extra point. They've missed the last three. At 8-19 remaining in the second quarter, they're going to try to make this a 39 to nothing game. Let's see if this extra point will be good. Snap was good. Kick is good. So the Jackson County Blue Devils stop that bad streak. They make an extra point, and now with eight minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter off another big play, it is Jackson County 39 and Pickett County 0. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
This Jackson County Blue Devils offense has been explosive. The current score with eight minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter is Jackson County 39 and Pickett County zero as the Pickett County uh, Bobcats are about to get the ball Again, back on a kickoff from Abigail Jackson Scott County. It was a huge offensive play that, uh, that got them yet another touchdown. It was to number 22, Xavier Mitchell, who got the ball in a short play. And you mentioned Yak already, Coach, and he took that one all the way to the house on just a short passing play from Kennedy. Yeah, just straight-up speed got him that one. You know, caught it out in the flat and just took off. You know, one one defender tried to push him out of bounds, and he was just too, too much. Now, they haven't. Uh, fix the scoreboard just yet. It says 38 to nothing, but it's supposed to be 39 to nothing at Jackson County off of that extra point. And now the Jackson County Blue Devils are about to kick it back to Pickett County here on homecoming, and the kick is underway. It goes to Lyric, and here goes Lyric Paris trying to, oh, a nice spin move. move from Lyric Paris. He makes a couple of nice moves, and he gets to the 35-yard line. Lyric Paris for Pickett County. He is a playmaker. Hey, I mean, if there's one you know, positive area right now, Lyric Paris, we've been calling his number on those returns. Uh, he set that one up. You saw something different coming. We didn't know what it was. He planted that left foot, did a little spin move after he received the ball on the 15 and got all the way up to the 35. So 20 positive return yards for Pickett County. Uh, your head coach has to be pleased with that. And Lyric Paris, I felt like if you could just get the ball in his hands on offense, he could make something happen. He had a lot of space that one drive, and the pass was just a little bit behind him, and he couldn't catch it, but he had a lot of space. And there was another play where he was downfield. Again, the pass was slightly off. If he could have had it, he, he could have housed that one. So Pickett County is so close on so many of these plays they got to get it to their playmaker. Here goes Elijah, back to pass. Hits his tight end in the middle of the field. Gained him about three yards yeah, there. That was a nice pass from Elijah Taylor. That's That may be the first positive yardage we've seen all night from uh, from Pickett County. A drop back pass by Taylor for a crossing route for your tight end. Had to jump up, catch it, three, four yards. There's momentum building. That's, that's what you want to see right now. Yeah, the score's a blowout. But that's good fundamental football right there with Pickett County not scared to throw the ball now still. And it's been interesting to see Elijah Taylor as the quarterback. He was not the starting quarterback for this game. Uh, We're actually not sure who the starting quarterback's name is because we don't have him on our depth chart here. But but Elijah Taylor has been the quarterback the whole second quarter in a bad snap. Hands it off to the running back who falls down at around the line of scrimmage. you know, may, maybe gains a yard, but it's going to be a third and medium here. And there is a Pickett County player, uh, unfortunately, down on the field. So we are, we are going to take, uh, so, you know, they're checking them out. And right now with seven minutes and 11 seconds remaining in the second quarter, it is Jackson County 39 and Pickett County 0. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. 
What a lovely night here in Gainesboro, Tennessee. And we've got some scores for you. Coach, what have we got? Hey, so we talked about the Joe Burns-Clay County game. That's a big region competition. A Joe Burns 6, Clay County 12, uh, with 3-11 to go in the second quarter. We've got a Warren County, which in the Cookville's Region 4 is 0. Green Hill, a, a talented team. Out of Sumner County, 21. Cookville, County, 15. Williams. Cookville, 15. And Gallatin, 23, with 9.37 to go in the second quarter. Uh, at halftime, Macon County, 19. DeKalb County, 17. One of the hottest teams in the Upper Cumberland is DeKalb County. Uh, just been playing well since, uh, since week two. Uh, trying to put themselves in position in that region 4A uh, to compete for that playoff position. Again, still waiting on that Upperman Smith County score. And we've also got uh, this me, you know, review on that little injury play right there. The quarterback received the ball, fumbled the ball, snapped a little bit, gave it to the running back right at the middle, and your defensive or excuse me, your offensive lineman got rolled up. He was able to move off the field with his own uh, with his own weight, but that's one thing that you got to be concerned about if you're with limited players already with Pickett County uh, losing players as it is. And they definitely have less offensive linemen on the field now as a result. They snap it back to Elijah, who's going to throw it deep, and it's almost intercepted by number 62. He just batted that one down. That was number uh Yes, yeah, that was Caleb Wimberly who batted it down. Elijah Taylor, again, he had no time. He just lost an offensive lineman. So on a third and medium, he had to pass it, but there was nothing there on that play. No, and it's noticeable. Uh, you got Elijah, number 21, the quarterback. He's an underclassman. Uh, got undersized at the moment. Had some great opportunities, great plays. Instincts are there. Uh, he's just trying to force a few things in this in this game. And it was knocked down by Wimberly. Another bad snap. They're just going to have to fall back on this one. So it's going to be a turnover. And the Jackson County Blue Devils will now have the ball on the 15-yard line of Pick County off of a uh, another really terrible snap. They've had one bad snap after another. And, you know, this is one thing that, you know, Jackson County wanted. Again, coming off a Westmoreland loss, they didn't feel like they competed at the level that – uh, that the head coach, uh, Sean Loftus, wanted them to. Now, right now, 38 to nothing in the second. They are pushing the envelope against a weaker opponent in uh, Pickett County. But you got to look at their region. They're trying to get themselves set up against a number seven in the state, Smith County, number eight in the state, East Robertson, a Westmoreland team, Monterey, Trousdale, and themselves. And so they, they're 0-2, and, and they're trying. They're one game away from being in the thick of it for that uh, region position. That is correct. They are they are two and three overall on the season, zero oh and two in the region. So they need a big confidence booster now. Kennedy, he's just going to keep it, go right up the middle, and he gets taken Kennedy down. That was a surprising play there, but it gains about five or six yards on first down. So the ball would now be a second and second at around the uh, nine yard line. A little second repass three. option right there. That's the first time that he's actually looked to run. Again, positive yards. That's what you want from your quarterback. Waylon Kennedy was showing off his athleticism. Now second and four from the nine-yard line. High snap. Hands it to the running back. Who's trying to make something happen and gets taken down. That was number 
22 was on the run, Xavier Mitchell, which we've already seen his breakaway speed, but he gets stopped at the line of scrimmage. So with six minutes to go in the second quarter, it is going to be third and four with the Jackson County Blue Devils having the ball on the eight, eight or nine yard line, up 38 to nothing here. That's a good play by, by the Bobcats. You know, they had three guys around the area for the tackle. You, you know, limit that game to one yard. And so now they're forcing a third and short, third and manageable here for Jackson County. If they can get it in, into a fourth down territory, you might build off some momentum. And now here's Kennedy. And oh, they fumbled the ball and the Pickett Fumble County Bobcats play. are on it. They read that play initially. It was a, a tight end around. Had two guys met the running back for Jackson County in the backfield. Ball came out. Great job by that Bobcat defense. And it looks like the referees will have a discussion. I thought for sure Pickett County fell on it, but it looks like the referees are discussing this, and they are saying that the Blue Devils ripped the ball out and and got the ball. So that was a fortunate play for Jackson County. Let's put it this way. The, The Bobcat defender was on top of it. He just didn't have control of it. That is correct. He was on it, and now it is going to be fourth down, and... Pickett County is off sides. A guy came across the line, so that's a flag on the play. That's just a mature play by, by a talented quarterback from Jackson County. It's fourth and eight uh, in the red zone. What do you want to do here? You know that Bobcats are timing up that run play. It's been evident the last two plays, which is why they've been successful. A talented quarterback recognizes that, goes hard count, draws the defense off sides, and now it's an imaginable fourth and two. Great job by your quarterback for Jackson County. And now it is fourth and two, ball on the nine-yard line. Waylon Kennedy in the backfield now. He's got the ball. He's going to keep it. And I don't think he got there. I think Pickett County comes up with the stop. Wyatt Bernhard right there came from the side, came around the edge, grabbed him from the rear, just kind of around his waist and just yanked him backwards. I don't know that he got the uh, first down. And the head referee, the white cap, is saying it is going to be Pickett County football. The Pickett County Bobcats with four minutes and 21 seconds left come up with a huge defensive stand. And I I will say this, the two positives, even though it's a 39 to nothing blowout so far, well, what I will say about the Pickett County Bobcats is Lyric Paris has looked incredible on kick returns. They've generally looked good on special teams that we've been able to see. And the defense, the defensive front seven, has been able to come up with some big stops, a couple of tackles for a loss, and a massive play right there. They're definitely improving, and that's one thing that the head coach needs to see. And now the Pickett County back in the I formation, backed up to their own nine-yard line. They're going to hand it off. They're going to go up the middle and gain a minimal gain of about one or two yards there. So at least they give some more breathing room for the offense. And, now uh, you know, we just got done talking about some of the positives for Pickett County and, and why they're coming up with some stops. You also got to remember, too, uh, Coach Sean Loftus is using well, this game for, uh, for some time for his Franklin. underclassmen, that, that junior varsity team, to kind of get some reps, some in-game live reps. And so you, you've got some uh, like competition for uh, Pickett County's uh, front seven and your you know, second string guys for the Blue Devils. Very wise decision by the coach to try to get his guys more playing time. You want to build up as much confidence across the whole team that you can. Now Pickett County 
back to back to hand it off. That that whole play was goofed up from the beginning, and and there's a tackle in John the backfield. Griffin number the 19 carry. gets taken down. That was John Griffin trying to run Scott it, but there wasn't really much there. The, the the whole play was goofed up. Yeah, there's some miscommunication about you know you take the ball, I take the ball. So the ball ended up on uh, you know a loss of loss of yardage. But uh, in talking to Coach Loftus earlier today, it was. It was evident he was excited about his underclassmen, uh, even the seventh and eighth grade bunch coming up. There's a lot of momentum being built on this Jackson County football program. I mean, it's you can tell the uh, the community has bought in, and so it's it's exciting to see some of these young athletes uh, get an opportunity. And now it is third and thirteen from the six yard line, backed way up. Elijah Taylor will go back to pass. He gets hit as he throws it. At this time, it is intercepted by Wimberley. And Wimberley takes it down to around the five-yard line. So he didn't drop it this time. He gets it and puts, sets up Jackson County deep in Pickett County territory with two minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the half. Wimberley, you know, has recognized that Taylor's not going to be able to throw it downfield you know, 15, 20 yards further, especially with the pressure that they've been able to, to uh, put on him. So he sat right there in the pocket and read that ball through the air and this time was able to get one uh, with a basket catch and have about five to eight return yards, which is going to set his offense up in a uh, very successful opportunity. And now the Jackson County offense ball on, sorry, it was the nine-yard line that he got it to. Ball on the nine-yard line with two minutes and 25 seconds left. Currently up, uh, I believe the score is 39 to nothing. It still says 38 to nothing, but I believe it was 39 to nothing, so I'm going to keep saying that. And Kennedy hands off to his running back on an end around. Will gain a few yards, gets closer to the end zone. That was C.J. Carter. Oh, they're saying that's a touchdown. C.J. Carter stretched the ball across. And that's another Jackson County Blue Devils touchdown. C.J. Carter came on an end around from the far side to the near side. Got it, went through the hole. I thought he, I, you know, I thought he was short at first, but he did stretch across. So the Jackson County Blue Devils now have 46 on the board. Great individual effort right there to not give up on that play. Drive those legs through two defenders. Got himself a touchdown. And so now... It is 46 to nothing. I, I, I still think it's supposed to be 47 to nothing, but I'll just go with what the scoreboard says, 46 to nothing here. And the extra point is no good. He, he kicked it off cleanly, but it was pushed off to the side, so it did not go through. So it is going to be – so with two minutes and 17 seconds left in the second quarter, the Jackson County Blue Devils have 46 and the Pickett County Bobcats have zero. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. 
The Jackson County Blue Devils are doing fantastic here at homecoming. There's two minutes and 17 seconds remaining in the second quarter after scoring yet another touchdown off of a great defensive turnover from uh, Caleb Wimberly. The Jackson County Blue Devils are currently up 46 to nothing on Pickett County as they're about to kick it away. Let's go into the uh, Region 3 Class 2A scores real quick. We've got a score from the Upperman 14, Smith County 0 at halftime. Huge, uh, huge game right there, a non-region game. But Smith County in the same region as Jackson County, everybody's paying attention to that one, especially since uh, both those teams are in the top ten in the state in their classifications. Massive, massive game. The Upperman Bees are 6-0. and Smith County is 5-1. and We're going to see Smith County next, weekend, next week, and the kick is off back to Pickett County. There goes Lyric Paris making a move, making another move. He's cutting up field, and he gets past the 40-yard line. Wow, he, he got close to potentially breaking that one. But Lyric Paris, another great return, gets to the 40-yard line. Yeah, he's got to be averaging somewhere north of 15 yards to 20 yards uh, per return. Uh, he's starting to visually see the holes well. Uh, and credit to his blockers downfield, occupying some guys, uh, hitting those holes with some speed. And so now they've got a, a good opportunity here to try to push that ball into the Jackson County territory. And now the Pickett County Bobcats are going to be looking to try to make something happen here. They've had some positives on offense, but generally miscommunications and, and too much inconsistency. Now they pitch it backwards, and that's going to be a huge tackle of a loss. That is number 52 in the backfield for Jackson County. That is Maddox Wilson, the big-time linebacker for a big tackle of a loss. That was a loss of about five there as, as Pickett County pitched it backwards, and Maddox Wilson was just all over it. Yeah, and you've seen number three for Pickett County. He, he's one of their better defenders. I think they're trying to uh, save his legs a little bit for defense because, again, both these teams have 22 players, and they're all playing both ways. And so later on in this uh, in this competition, you're going to see some guys get tired. And when guys get tired, that's when you know plays are uh, broke for a long yardage or mistakes are made. And now here's the quarterback back to pass. It's number three, and he's sacked. He's sacked on the play. The ref is going to blow it dead, and so that's going to be another huge loss. He went all the way down close to the 20-yard line, so that is another massive loss of around 15 yards. So it's going to be third and forever now. Yeah, Jackson County's defensive line, uh, it seems like each series are getting in the backfield with the quarterback. Every, you know, two or three plays, they're just they're back there with him. Uh, put pressure on him. Quarterback's trying again, make something happen probably when he shouldn't. Luckily got called down with an eight-yard loss because he tried to throw it, uh, hit off his own lineman, bobbled up into the air. Uh, Jackson County was potentially about to make a uh, defensive touchdown if that ball wasn't called down. Third and 30 now for the Pickett County Bobcats. And they're just going to hand it off up the middle to gain some positive yardage. Good play from the Bobcats. They hand it off to number 19 there, John Griffin, who went right up the middle. And that's just going to take us to halftime as the the clock is winding down. And the Jackson County Blue Devils are up huge as we are heading to halftime. So 
That is the buzzer sounding for halftime here in a beautiful evening in Gainesboro, Tennessee. Homecoming for the Jackson County Blue Devils as Jackson County has 46 and Pickett County has zero. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional, it's the way we care. By the property company, the home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let the property company go to work for your dream. On the way, Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road, Cookville. It's on the way. By One Bank. And by AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call AL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. Son of Harold and Christine Smith of the Center Grove Community. 
It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on Sports Radio 104.7. Live from Mac Draper Stadium with the score, Jackson County 47, Pickett County 0. As the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas High School football game of the week continues. So, checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, the Jackson County High School Blue Devils, Bella they got on the board first, and this was this game has been all Blue Devils, as you can tell from the score there. First play, uh, first score, I should say. I'm just going to go through them pretty quick here. Uh, Jonah Gentry broke a 19-yard touchdown run, went right up the middle. Those runs were working very, very well for Jackson County. That was with 9.30 remaining in the first quarter. That made it 7 to nothing. Then, uh, then Braden Smith took a 60-yard receiving touchdown uh, all the all the way to the house. Uh, Brady Smith with a couple of nice moves there, 60 yards to the house from Waylon Kennedy, and it was 14 to nothing. Then Stacy takes it as a 24-yard touchdown reception with 3:40 remaining. Excuse me, Brady Smith's score was with eight minutes remaining in the first quarter. 3.40 remaining in the first quarter. Skyler Stacy takes a 24-yard touchdown waiting. reception all the way to the house, but the extra point was no good. Then Thomas. with three minutes to go, Pickett County drops back to pass, and it's intercepted by Brady Smith. So another incredible play from Brady Smith on defense with 2.34 remaining in the first quarter. Again, Gentry takes it. Uh, as a four-yard touchdown run, but the extra point this time was partially blocked, got below the blue crossbar, so it is 26 to nothing. Now we get into the second quarter after another Brady Smith interception with one minute and 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. In the second quarter, early in the second, 10.49 remaining, it is Carter Collier, the other superstar receiver with a 28-yard receiving touchdown from Waylon Kennedy. So it's 32 to nothing, and once again, the extra point is no good. So three straight missed extra points. Then, with eight minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter, Xavier Mitchell gets the ball, goes down the sideline, and breaks free with breakaway speed for a 65-yard touchdown reception. This time, the extra point is good, so it's 39 to nothing. And then... Uh, Pickett County has the ball. They go for it on fourth down. Or no, sorry. Jackson County has the ball. Jackson County goes for it on fourth down. And then Pickett County comes up huge with a big defensive stop. The best play for Pickett County in that, in that first half. But then, unfortunately for them, they turn it over themselves with an interception made by Caleb Wimberly. And then the Jack... And then... Carter takes it in for a nine-yard touchdown run on an end-around sweep to make it 47 to nothing. So this has been the half uh, halftime report. Stop by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. 
Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call AL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Just like the piece, yeah. yeah, it's like the fact that Brady's Checking the key first half stats with one bank. I'm Devin Hoke here with Coach Wes Shanks. Coach, let's get into some of those first half stats. Yeah, I mean, let's just start with Pickett County. Uh, they've had a one tremendous stop uh, that led to a turnover on downs, which gained them the opportunity to stop a very hot Jackson County offense. And then they had one Let's call it a, a fourth and down conversion, which was a busted punt play that number three did a great job on uh, having those instincts to get around the end, which gave them some momentum. Uh, they were unable to kind of take it from there and move downfield. But if you look at Jackson County, and they started off early, and they did not, uh, did not pull off on that gas until then. You've got guys, uh, your quarterback, Waylon Kennedy, throwing it all the way around the field in the flats over the middle uh, being successful jonah gentry is able to run right up through the tackles uh th- these guys up front are able to move around those bobcat defenders at will and then your athletes uh collier smith uh, along uh, with some others are doing a, a great job of receiving the football outside the hashes making a couple teams or a couple tackles uh miss and getting into the end zone. And that doesn't take much uh, for this Jackson County offense to uh, to expand on this lead. But as if you're Coach Sean Loftus from last, from last game to this week to Friday night, you are definitely pleased with how your team has responded uh, in a positive manner. That's a look at the stats from one bank. The one bank for all of your financial needs. Michael Birdwell, Jackson County football. Michael, why football? Uh, I kind of grew up around it. My dad, he played when he was a when he was in middle school and high school, and he always just told me stories and how good he was. I mean, he had stats to prove it. And uh, I ain't never got to see the videos of him playing, but he just always told me. He said he tell me I'm always one step behind him, and 
I need to try working harder to get where he was at. And he's always, he's just always had me around football ever since I was about yay high. So that is that is that a goal for you to live up to Dad's legacy? Oh yeah, no doubt. I I always want to be better than him. Only thing he's got on me right now is speed. Uh, he was he ran a four nine forty when he was a senior and. I ain't touching that. <laughs> it's, it's a little too far for me. Oh, uh, you don't think you can get to four nine? No, that's a little. That's that's fast, fast. Oh, I think I think you can do it, Michael. I believe in you. Well, now you. that being said, what's your favorite part about the game? What's your favorite thing in football? Contact, getting knocked a living behemoth out of somebody and getting away with it. <laughs> do you what after the hit? Is it watching the person try to get up, or is it celebrating with your teammates? Neither, actually. It's uh, feeling the relapse of the hit. It, you hit somebody, I, I don't know if everybody has it, but I get an adrenaline surge every time I hit someone. It, it's, it's like a natural high. It feels really good. And that's, that, that's your favorite part, that feeling? Oh, yes. All right, now look. Off the field, what's the music you got to listen to? Uh, I'm mixed. Uh, it, sometimes I listen to a little bit of Hank, a little bit of Little Baby here and there, but... It's really dependent on the mood. If I'm going over to my girlfriend's house, it's shuffle. I, I listen to whatever. Whatever. Just gets you going. Mm-hmm. TV show and movie. Favorites? Do we have favorites? Uh, my girlfriend put me on Supernatural. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And I started, it started off slow. And when I figured out, hey, this is going to be a good show, I stuck with it. And it was awesome. Okay. What's the one movie you think you could watch over and over? Honestly, it'd have to be greater. The with a Brian Boss, uh, Burlesworth, uh, Burlesworth story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Great choice. What a film. What do you love to do off the field? What are some of your hobbies? Spend time with my girlfriend. That's it. All about the girl. It really is. Uh, she came into my life last year and she's just changed me. Uh, I mean, she's drove, she's drove me to play the sports I have been. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just when someone comes into your life, it, that important everything changes the world revolves around her heck yeah what's your favorite thing to do with her last question uh spend time with her really just anything she wants to do i take her fishing i took her fishing the other day she put it on me she whooped my butt <laughs> halftime coverage continues powered by tier one what's in your heart providing kids a chance to learn and grow helping an upper cumberland fire department protect your home keeping our history alive just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. The Titans are back at Nissan Stadium to host the Cincinnati Bengals this Sunday. Both teams 1-2 and looking for their next victory. 
Coach Dave McGinnis, they have Joe Burrow at their disposal now. He played the entire game on Monday Night Football despite having the re-injured calf. He did not do normal uh, Joe Burrow things in terms of mobility, but he didn't have to because of the quick release. Yeah, he's throwing the ball from 2.3 to 2.7 seconds. They're running really, really quick passing games. He's trying to get it out quickly to his receivers, which are Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, and then letting them catch and run with it. And and so you know he he did not have his normal mobility because of that right calf strain and and during between series he had a uh, some kind of a stimulator on that on that calf to be sure that it was staying it was staying warmed up, but I think as he progresses he will get better. He's been in full practice all week so far, so we're going to have to still be able to to uh, attack and be able to deal with their throwing game. Red. He was twenty six of forty nine, two hundred fifty nine yards in an interception. Which you're saying, well, gosh, that's not a great stat line but don't let the details fool you he found eight different wide receivers so he can still deliver the ball and of course all of his starting linemen are there they played every snap in this game they were only five of 17 on third down though yeah well that's his his mobility's not there scores and stats still to come this is the tier one halftime report you've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
And after an incredible first half of football, we are right back with you here on the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Hi, everybody. My name is Devin Hoke, and I'm here with my partner, Coach Wes Shanks. Coach, we've got some other scores from around the Cumberland, Upper Cumberland area here. Yeah, let's get into it. You know, last week we were at Monterey. Uh, let's stay within this, uh, this region. Three, Monterey 21, Cascade 3 in the second quarter. Uh, the big game of the night in Upper Cumberland, Upperman 14, Smith County 0 at the half. A non-region game, uh, but Smith County will be here in uh, Gainesboro next week, and that's a, uh, a top 10 matchup there. Also in this region, East Robertson 6, Westmoreland 6 at half. Another Westmoreland team that uh, that performed well against Jackson County uh, and is putting themselves in the thick of it in that region. Another uh, just a county north of us here, Clay County, 18 versus Joe Burns, 6 in the third quarter. Clay County uh, facing a Joe Burns team that's probably the top two teams in that region. Macon County, 19. DeKalb County, 17 at half. Cookville, 23. Gallatin, 23. Tied at halftime. Big time uh, game for Cookville. Also in that same region, Warren County, 0. Green Hill, 35. Livingston, Stone Memorial. Livingston, 3. Stone Memorial, 14 at second quarter. And to stay in that same region as well, uh, Class 4, Region 4, Cumberland County 7, White County 35 at half. York 14, Oneida 0 at half. Again, those top two teams mm-hmm. in that region. That's a big matchup too. Big matchup. And then a score at this game is 0 for Pickett County, 45 for your Blue Devils of Jackson County. That is correct. And, and, and really it's – it, it, well, it's really supposed to be uh, 46, uh, nothing for Jackson County. Uh, they're having a little bit of issue, you know, putting the one on, on the scoreboard there. So it is, um, but uh, but yeah, but it, it 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 says 45 to nothing on the scoreboard. But yes, a lot of incredible games around the Upper Cumberland. Again, very interesting to keep an eye on that Smith County game because that is where. We will be right back here in Gainesboro next Friday uh, when Smith County comes into town. Smith County Owls are 5-1 and one on the season, Upperman 6-0. and oh. And Jackson County, of course, they are 2-3 and three right now. Obviously, it, I mean, anything can happen, Coach, but if they were to win this game, they would improve to 3-3 three and three on the season, so that's going to be setting up for a big-time showdown next week. Well, let's just look at the uh, the Class 2A Region 3 with Smith County, your number seven team in the state at 2-0. and East Robertson tied with Westmoreland. Both teams are 1-1. One and one. East Robertson is number eight in the state. And you got Monterey and Trousdale also 1-1 one and one in that region with Jackson County rounding it out to 0-2. So with just two games played in that region, Jackson County with a win, uh, next week against Smith County could step right back into the competition. We talked about the York Oneida game in that Class 2A Region 2. 
York is the number two overall rank in that classification in the state, and they've been playing like it all year long, facing the Nonata team that's had some honorable mentions. And then let's get into that thick 4A game, uh, and it's pretty heavy. Upperman, num- ranked number two. You got Stone Memorial, Megan County, ranked number seven in the state, with DeKalb County, Livingston, both doing well. Upperman at 4-0, Stone at 3-0, making it 2-1, DeKalb 1-1, Livingston 0-2, White 0-3, along with Cumberland 0-3. So as we're midway through the season, these scores, uh, these wins and losses are starting to mean uh, you know, are starting to uh, represent some of the standings and potential playoff games. and Couldn't mean much more on a Friday night. And it's a beautiful Friday night here in Gainesboro, Tennessee. The dew on the field, the blue numbers, the blue crossbars here as they kick the ball away to the Pickett County Bobcats. And this time it will not go to Paris. It will go to number eight. And eight makes a guy miss. There he goes down the sideline. Gets past, gets close to midfield. Gets past the 45. And so the Pickett County Bobcats have continued to do well on the returns. Um, Once again, set themselves up pretty well. That was J.J. Stuber on the return. Yeah, J.J. Stuber coming in. Got his uh, hand on the ball there and, and... Gain 35 yards on return. That's been a a very positive area for your uh, Pickett County Bobcats. This game is your return yardage. And so now the Bobcats will have it first and 10 on the 46-yard line. And it's basically been at least three and a half games of football where they have not scored a point. They are trying to change that here tonight. And the referees blow the play dead. And... Trying to figure out the reason why. Looks like it's just a timeout for Jackson County. So the Jackson County Blue Devils head coach, he just did not like what he saw on the play there. So Jackson County takes an immediate timeout to start out the second half. Is Jackson County 46 and Pickett County 0. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. Coming out of the timeout, the Pickett County Bobcats have the ball with 10.56 remaining in the third. Bad snap. Quarterback drops back. He's rolling out. He's looking to run. He throws it. Now he's got a guy wide open. Big time play for number 84. Massive gain for the Pickett County Bobcats, and that is a first down, down to around the 30, 33-yard line. Yeah, you're starting to see some uh... – some you know communication or some uh, some connection between your quarterback number three and your receiver slash tight end eighty four there I believe that's his uh, third catch of the night uh, the quarterback got in trouble rolled out had the athleticism to get outside the tackle box as the DB had to break off his receiver to make that tackle that opened up eighty four for a good game and their second first down of the night. And it happens immediately, so this drive off to a promising start with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. 
down by a whole bunch. And now they hand off to number 34, trying to get around the edge. Gets back to around the line of scrimmage there. They just handed it off to Ty Riddle, his first touch of the game. And, you know, maybe gets back to the line. So it's going to be Tommy second and 10, day. or second Stop and 12 as he lost a couple. Yeah, with that set up there, all they're trying to do, hand the ball off. He just tried to outrun the end and the linebacker. You know, probably not going to be very successful against a well-coached team. You've got to get it through some of those gaps break through that first line, and then try to run away from uh, some of the defenders. And now Pickett County, second and 12, as they're on the 35-yard line, approaching nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Here's the quarterback back to pass again. He's rolling out. He's looking now. He's looking to run. He makes a guy miss. He's still going downfield. Makes several guys miss. There goes the superstar quarterback. Now he's moving backwards a little bit, and then he finally gets taken down. I think forward for I think forward progress uh, would would put him um, would put him close to the 25 yard line. I believe this quarterback's name is, is Zandon Flat. It says he's number one on this. Depth on our depth chart, but he's wearing jersey number three. But if hey, Zandon Flat makes a couple of nice moves there down to the 32, uh, or sorry, down to the 26 yard line, so it's third and four. Yeah, he's been elusive all night, you know, making that first guy miss. The problem is Jackson County uh, does a great job of swarm tackling, making that second and third defender right there on the first guy's heels. But there's been some opportunities where Flats made some guys miss and had some good gains, and that was one of them. Let's see what action Zandon can do now. See, as the ball gets snapped between his legs and he just has to fall on it, a huge loss there. And that is unfortunate for the Pickett County quarterback. There was just nothing to be done there. It was was a ball right through his legs, and it's a fourth down. And that's just an unfortunate end to a promising drive there for the Bobcats. Yeah, and your quarterback's showing a little frustration, and, and it's, you got to understand that, you know. You've got the fog rolling in, which is pretty neat coming off the Cumberland River here. The dew's on the ground. It's, it's slick anyway, along with some, uh, some bad snaps here or there. Uh, it's, it's very difficult when things don't go your way, especially in a ball game where you're, you know, 45 nothing, whatever it may be. It's, You've got to keep your head. You've got to be positive with your younger teammates and be able to push forward. And it looks like they are setting up for a potential punt here. It is fourth and 14 to go. Bad, bad snap again, and they're looking to pass, and it's a sack. It is a sack on the play from number 55 there. That is, excuse me, that is, that is Jacob Allen in the backfield. He was all over it. And obviously Elijah Taylor, he went back to pass it as they switched to him as the quarterback. And there was just nothing doing on that drive. The play was blown up from the beginning. So now the Jackson County Blue Devils will have the ball at midfield. Yeah, and you just see the fundamentals of where the the bad snap just sets everybody out of motion. Uh, the timing, it, it's reflective of that bad snap, and there's nothing even remotely available uh, because of that solid Jackson County defense, that, that, that front line there. But you, you can't continue to have bad snaps and be successful at the high school level. And now they have the backup quarterback, Skyler Stacy, 
in the game. He's he's made some incredible plays as a receiver in this one. He's just going to hand it off right up the middle to number two. Solid gain of about five or six yards there. That is C.J. Carter. New quarterback for the Blue Devils, number seven, Scholar Stacy. And it was one of those plays that was right up the middle. Again, that was working for Jonah Gentry earlier. Now it works for C.J. This time it's second and three as a result of that seven-yard carry. Right up the A-gap. You know, you got a two-receiver set wide right, one left, uh, trying to go from offensive line to defensive line right there, just push that gap and manhandle. And now Stacy is going to hand it off to C.J. again, and there he goes right up the middle, and he's taken down by number 21. But C.J. Collier, you know, is doing it again. Number tw- number two is just running right up the middle. That's another Jackson County first down. Yeah, Collier's got some great speed, uh, great awareness hitting that gap. But that one really is all the front line. They made a hole right there big enough to drive a tractor through. So that, that's that's making it easy for Collier, the athlete, to go down through and make some guys miss and try to run over a guy almost for a first down. C.J. Collier still in the backfield with uh, Skyler Stacy, who's made a couple of nice plays. He had a uh, touchdown reception earlier in the first half. So now we'll see what this mostly backup offense can do for Jackson County here. They hand it off to Collier again. A couple of nice blocking, and he gets taken down close to the 20-yard line. It's close to CJ another Collier first down. Carry, by number seven, it's, it is a first That's down. They're saying he got John the first Kester. down. There's about 10 yards. So C.J. Collier picks up another one. They can't stop him right now. Yeah, still a good tackle by Paris on the uh, Bobcat defense. You know, this Jackson County offense, which we've seen, is such a fast-paced offense in that first and second quarter, doing what they want. They're trying to slow it down now, use the clock as their friend. Uh, But but they're able to go wide. They're able to go up the middle. They're able to go over the top. Just a very dynamic uh, offense. And now... Skyler Stacy with C.J. Collier next to him. Bad snap. Stacy hands off to Collier. Goes right up the middle. Lots of space. Good blocking. Breaks a couple of tackles and gets to the end zone for another Jackson County touchdown. C.J. Collier. It was a bad snap. Stacy was able to get it to his playmaker on the handoff. And Collier broke a couple of tackles on his way to another uh, Blue Devils touchdown. Yeah, great individual play right there. Again, has some major holes to uh, to run through, but he also ran through over and around three other uh, Pickett County defenders. You can tell they're, uh, again, getting tired. It's the third quarter here with about three minutes to go. It's 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 been a long game for Pickett County. A game, uh, you know, where they can learn a lot from is, as Jonah Gentry lines up to kick an extra point now. Kicks the extra point. And it is good. So now it is Jackson County uh, 53. And and after that kick right there. So with two minutes and 52 seconds left in the third quarter because of the running clock, it is Jackson County 53 and Pickett County 0. 
A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. Hello, everybody. I want to make a quick correction there. It is 52 to nothing, 52 to nothing in Jackson County as we're getting close to two minutes remaining in the third quarter. Here's your your, uh, quick uh, score update. Joe Burns, 6, Clay County, 18 into the fourth quarter. Wow. That that, That is incredible. There's a lot of other great scores going on in the upper Cumberland also, for anybody who's interested, a big-time college football matchup tonight. Number 10, Utah, is trailing number 19, Oregon State, on the road. Early in the second quarter, the Beavers are up 7 to nothing in a top-20 college football showdown. But we've got a beautiful game here in Gainesboro as the ball is kicked away back to Pickett County. And it goes between the two returners, and it goes into the end zone for a touchback. There's a bit of a miscommunication between Lyric Paris and J.J. Stuber. So good kickoff for Jackson County. Yeah, strong leg on that one. That's probably the first time he's got it in the air to the uh, 20 yards or pass to the 15. And you, that's something that this uh, you know, Jackson County kick team was looking to make an adjustment because if there's one area that has been successful for the Bobcats, it's been their return game. So for them, they get to start on the 20-yard line now because that ball – Went past the end zone, and so this is actually a uh, probably one of the worst starting positions as far as uh, on the yardage for Pickett County, uh, minus a few in the first quarter. And the clock is continuing to roll here in the third quarter as we get close to the end of it. Pickett County, there goes Elijah Taylor, hands off to his running back right up the middle, and I think he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe they're going to say a gain of one yard, so it's going to be second and nine um, when they run another play. Hard to tell whether they're going to run another play before the clock winds out. There's 15 seconds left on the clock. Ten seconds left on the clock. I don't believe that they will run another play in this third quarter. As, yes, the clock is going to wind down to a close there. So with the clock hitting zeros as we'll head to the fourth quarter on your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week presented by on Sports Radio 104.7, it is Jackson County 52 and Pickett County 0. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. 
the plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call AL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tennessee here in Jackson County. Is the Jackson County Blue Devils are up 52 to nothing. The Pickett County Bobcats have the ball on their own 21-yard line at second and nine to go. And now they do a deep drop back to Elijah Taylor, who throws it down. He's looking for his guy, and it's incomplete. He was looking for Lyric Paris down the middle. It looked like it almost hit Paris in the hands, but it was a good knockdown. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier in the game. You know, Paris has been a standout for the Bobcats. You know, get it to your athlete. And so, you know, head coach decides let's air it out to him. Uh, Post pattern. About the Jackson County logo at the 50-yard line. It did hit him in the hands, but your defense, your defensive back for Jackson County was in the right spot at the right time, was able to defend that pass. I think really, you know, if they got the ball in Paris's hands, he could do something special with it. And I thought maybe that pass should have been a little bit further out in front. But, again, Elijah Taylor, you know, he's a kid who, you know, is a bit undersized right now, uh, could grow into a bigger roll there and 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 hopefully that'll improve his game he rolls out throws it and it's almost intercepted by jackson county however it is knocked down that was knocked down by number 10 there on defense that is uh, is incomplete from garrett wiley i believe was the one that got a hand on it and knocked it down so it's going to be fourth and nine to go for pickett county as the clock continues to move here in the fourth quarter yeah, but that's, you know, that it's still positive plays right there as far as uh, mentality because they're, they're able to get Matt receivers in the right spot, quarterback with the right read. It's just they've got to make, execute a little bit better. They do. They're, they're getting closer, though, and now the punt is away. That was good blocking on that punt there. It ends up in the hands of number 24 who, oh, breaks a tackle there. He's moving down the field looking to try to take this one. And instead, he's, he's finally dragged down at around the 35-yard line. So that was number that was number 24, uh, Hayden Stafford, on the return. And he got it uh, close to the 35. Again, it, it, I love to see it right here. There's a lot of fans still here for homecoming. I mean, this is the, the community event tonight. All your Most of your starters are on the sideline right now. You get a, a secondary player. Uh, on that return, makes a big turn, return with some some broke tackles, and, and they're pumped up for them. They're excited, and that's what it's all about right now, especially up 52 nothing. Give your guys, uh, your your practice players, an opportunity, and that's a good, that's resemblance of a good team when they're cheering on their guys. And a great fan base here, too. As you've said it, this stadium is still full. It's 52 to nothing, and the, practically every seat here is filled up. So th- this is a great fan base. They're hyped up for this team that has a big-time game coming up next Friday. So they had to see a lot of positives. Is Skyler Stacy still the quarterback? And, and the referees 
blow this one dead. There is a flag on the play, delay a game flag on the, the offense, the so that will Jackson back him County. up a little bit. Yeah, Coach Loftus right there giving his, uh, you know, the second string quarterback some some play, and th these are the things they're working on right now. Hey, you have to receive the play. You've got to communicate it to your team. You've got to get them lined up. And what what better time to try that against a uh, an opponent like this? And so they've got to do a little better job executing themselves. And now Stacy has the ball. He's going to hand it off to a new running back who's taken down Aaron in Mitchell, the backfield. So they're going to lose even more yardage. It's going to be now a, a second and about 17, 18 to go West. Uh, on their own on their own 40, or sorry, excuse me, on the Pickett County 42-yard line. They're in Pickett County territory. Eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And they still got four receivers set, two left, two right. Uh, one's in motion now to the left-hand side, three left, one right. And that just shows you how comfortable they are with all these athletes trying to get somebody, one of those four guys, in open in space. And bad snap there. Skyler Stacy just has to oh, run and snap. fall on it. So it's going to be a third and and long here. It's going to be a third and about um, 16 here with seven and a half minutes remaining as they are in Pickett County territory. So some, some miscommunication from Jackson County on this drive. Uh, definitely. I think some of the uh, the bad snap issue right there was uh, went off his own foot. Uh, like we've mentioned before, down here on the Cumberland River. I mean, the fog, it's, it's a great scene, but that creates a lot of issues uh, with performance as far as moisture in the air, moisture on the ground, moisture on the ball. And we feel the moisture up here. I mean, all our papers are wet or, wet or damp now. Um, and, of course, on the field there is lots of moisture as they hand it off to number 14 just to gain something, but he gets a whole lot of something as he takes it close to a Jackson County first down. That was um, Darren Souza on the carry, and it's going to be a fourth and short. I mean, they were they were at 15 yards deep, and he gets a 14-yard carry. And so now, I mean, they might go for it on a fourth and one here deep in, Pick, or in Pickett County territory. Yeah, it was a great run. Uh, you know, right up the middle, broke two tackles, uh, put yourself in a situation to succeed right here in fourth down. Uh, your quarterback's looking over, trying to get this play call in. Again, taking a little more time than probably Coach Loftus would want. Uh, they've probably got about eight more seconds to go until they get that delay game. And they're going to try to avoid that delay here. they got to snap it now. And they do. They just get it off. And it's swallowed up in the backfield. Do they get it? It looks like he's going to be short. And Pickett County comes away with another massive defensive play. That's the second time they've come up with a stop on a fourth and short. Great job from the Bobcats. Yeah, that, that front's been very sporadic all night for the Bobcats. But occasionally they come in there and they, they know the play's coming and they stuff it. Uh, kudos to them right there because with the five, six guys' helmets into that A gap, B gap, uh, they, they allowed no gain and loss of yardage. And now they take over the ball. And you got to look at the positives there. I mean, special teams has been pretty good. Uh, you know, obviously we haven't seen their kicking game at all, so hard to tell there. But, you know, in, in general, the return game has been good. And, and the defense has stepped up as well. So as we approach five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they hand off to the running back, number 19, and he gains a few yards. He rolls John over Griffin a couple of Jackson game. County defenders, and John Griffin picks up two yards on the carry. So with five minutes to go, it'll be second and eight for Pickett County. Yeah, one of the big things with 
both these teams are they they each have about 22, 23 guys on the roster total. You know, you got to play 11 on each side of the ball at any given time. So a lot of these guys are going are two-way players, but there's a lot of inexperience on both of these teams with uh, with talking with the head coaches. And so that games like this, you try to play around a little bit, try to figure out what works best for your team and uh, what areas you can improve on moving forward. And now Elijah Taylor and John Griffin still in the backfield for Pickett County as Taylor hands off to Griffin. Griffin trying to run up and gain a couple more yards. So it looks like it's going to be third and about six to go with approaching four minutes to go in this game. And uh, Pickett County trying to, you know, get some momentum, but it's still going to be a third and medium. Let's see if they can pick it up this time. Here's another uh, couple score updates real quick. East Robertson, 6, Westmoreland, 12 in the third quarter. Macon County, 19, DeKalb County, 17 in the third quarter. Cookville, 23, Gallatin, 23, heading into the fourth quarter. So some good scores around the Upper Cumberland there. And so now Taylor drops back to pass on a third and six, throws it. He's got his guy. It's incomplete. Oh, Lyric Paris looked like he might have had his hands on it, and he was hit. Jackson County timing up those defensive plays perfectly on the hit. So it's incomplete as we approach three minutes remaining in the game, and it's fourth and six. Ball on their own 33-yard line for Pickett County. County. That was actually an eight-yard comebacker. Uh, Receiver runs about eight yards and then turns, comes right back to the ball. Timing was great. Timing was there. I feel like Paris got his hands on the ball. That wet ball just slipped right through uh, through his grasp. And now they punt it away, high punt. And it takes a bounce and it goes to... Around the 42-yard line for Jackson County where they'll probably just try to run out the rest of this game. We're approaching two and a half minutes remaining in the fourth quarter on our Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And as the PA announcer is saying right now, He's typing up the Jackson County-Smith County game that's coming up next week on, on next Friday night. Yeah, we'll talk about that in our post-game coverage, but if you're wondering why this game's gone so fast in the second half, once the game becomes a 35 nothing, it's the mercy rule, they get a running clock. And so that, that's going to, no matter what the play is, they're just going to sit there and uh, continuously run it. And you're actually now seeing the Jackson County Blue Devils in that victory formation with under two minutes to go. And so it looks like we're going to be uh, closing out this game momentarily. A uh, very, cl- very classy, good move from Jackson County. I mean, there's no reason to try to run up the score more. You've had an impressive showing. You've, uh, you know, you've gone through your playbook. You've gone through your players, and you've been able to see a lot for your next upcoming game. So the quarterback, Skyler Stacy, gets the ball, takes a knee. A minute and 30 seconds remaining as the clock continues to move. So we will be done with this game very soon. And Coach Jackson County, what do you think? They built up some momentum. You know, what are you thinking about their I – mean, we're, we're going to get into it more later, but this was an impressive showing from the Blue Devils here tonight. Well, we've been talking about that region, and and it's wide open right now. you got Smith County that's 2-0, East Robertson 1-1, one and, one, and you got uh, – you know, Trousdale 0-2, Jackson County 0-2. And, 
if they just get a win on the board next week at Smith County, upset that team, they can create a lot of disturbance uh, with the playoff setup. And so they have the offense. They are capable on offense. They have the tools to be competitive with anybody in this region. Can you be competitive on defense is where Jackson County needs to have some of those answers because you're going to come into a a Smith County game next week with guys that are averaging 6'4", 315 on the defensive and offensive front line. Are they going to be able to uh, handle uh, grown men such as that uh, here in Gainesboro? And as the clock is starting to wind down, the Jackson County Blue Devils will come away with a 52 to nothing victory here in their homecoming game. An impressive showing in front of a packed stadium here as the clock has hit triple zeros. And the Jackson County Here's Blue Jim. Devils will improve Jackson to 3-3 three and three on the season. And the Pickett Smith County Bobcats will fall to 1-5 and five in their first full County football and season um, in a long, long time. So, impressive trip. game from the Jackson Bob County Ross. Blue Devils as, as we are wrapping up here. This has been this is the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And the game is officially over here. Jackson County 52 and the Pickett County Bobcats 0. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's action sponsored by Twin Lakes. Broadband, TV, phone, security. The Upper Cumberland's Twin Lakes. Gentry's Power Equipment. Your hometown Exmark dealer. Sales, service, the mower to get the work done. And by Zach the Car Guy, Broad Street, Cookville. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple with monitoring as low as $24.99 a month with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control, and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes Security today and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T-insert number C-002. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. 
Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees the Jackson County Blue Devils stand with a 3-3 three and three record as they defeat the Pickett County Bobcats 52 to nothing, dropping the Bobcats to a 1-5 record overall on the season. Hi everybody, I'm Devin Hoke here to go through basically just what happened in this game. Obviously, um, overall domination from the Jackson County Blue Devils for their homecoming game. Almost all the scoring happened in the first half. Uh, you know, they, they got multiple interceptions that set up their offense in short fields. They've had multiple big plays throughout the first half. Basically, in, in the second half, the, the only um, score that happened was a Jack, it was in the third quarter, it was a CJ Collier. 15-yard touchdown run with the extra point being good. So that's what made it 52 to nothing. The other 49 points happened in the first half. And after that, the mercy rule kind of came into effect. Uh, the clock ran the entire second half, so it was a shorter second half, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, Jackson County was able to showcase all that they could do. They were able to work through their plays. They were able to get a lot of guys, a lot of experience here in this game, and and, ulti and ultimately they were able to build a lot of confidence. Jackson County was coming off of a loss from last week, so they needed to pick up a huge win uh, in order to build some confidence for their next game, which is going to be a massive, massive game. As for the Pickett County Bobcats, you know at least they have one win on the season. This is their first season back from... You know, their first full season, I should say, back from not having a team for so long. These last couple of seasons, they've had abbreviated short seasons. So this is the first season in a long time where they're playing 10 games, still trying to discover a lot. But this is the fourth straight game where they did not put up any points. There's a couple of things that looked like they could have worked. Uh, they were trying to get the ball in their hands, their playmakers like Lyric Paris, but... At the end of the day, as they rotate between a couple of different quarterbacks in Zandon Flat and Elijah Taylor, there, there just wasn't much doing offensively. The one other positive I will say for Pickett County is that their defense came up with two huge fourth down stops. However, unfortunately, uh, they weren't able to get any points out of it. And then for the Jackson County defense, they had three interceptions, two from Brady Smith and then one uh, from a from a linebacker, Caleb Wimberly. But 
Uh, you're, anyways, you're listening to the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Once again, the final score here in Gainesboro, Tennessee, was Jackson County 52, Pickett County 0. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet, just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-gig fiber optic network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-gig broadband service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931 476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10 gig. Post-game coverage continues on Sports Radio 104.7. Hi, everybody. I'm Devin Hoke here with Coach Wes Shanks. Coach, this game decided by an outstanding uh, performance uh, from Jackson County overall. Um, it's hard to really put it on one particular player of the game since there are so, so many superstars. But, uh, but yeah, overall, overall, the Blue Devils completely dominated this game, particularly in the first half. Yeah, they they had their uh, at, at will with Jonah Gentry at the very beginning of the game. The first two series uh, specifically, uh, it was rushing up the middle and the outside. Probably had over a hundred yards in the first half himself. Uh, Waylon Kennedy, I mean, all he did was just you know manage the game, and, and it was it was needed because they're such a fast-paced offense, and they got so many. Uh, talented uh, athletes such as Carter Collier, who showed up big in the second half. Uh, Brady Smith, who had a couple interceptions and some recept- and, uh, receiver receptions as well. Uh, there, there was not 
uh, much as far as defensive standouts, and that's just because there was only there's very few opportunities. You know, there was only four and five plays before they were, uh, you know, the ball was turned over or there was a punt. So, you know, you could almost give it to the Jackson County defense as a whole. Uh, but we just mentioned those guys' names that really uh, make that clock tick for uh, for uh, Coach Sean Loftus' team. Overall impressive performance from the Blue Devils. They win homecoming by quite a lot, um, up 52 to nothing. That was a final look at the stats from one bank there. That's a close look from the numbers overall presented by one bank. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. This is Emily Gibson, your local Twin Lakes Security Sales Consultant. Mark your calendars. You're invited to the Twin Lakes Annual Meeting of Members on October 7th at 2 p.m. Join us at Jackson County Middle School as we recap the past year and prepare for the next. Registration runs from noon to 2 p.m. and don't forget to bring your ID. There will be great door prizes and gifts. You will not want to miss this event. You may learn more at TwinLakes.net or by calling 800-644-8582. Here in Gainesboro, Tennessee, the Jackson County Blue Devils stand with a record of 3-3 three and three overall on the season after a 52 to nothing homecoming blowout over Pickett County. And now we're going to look elsewhere around the, up, around the UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Let's take a look around the Upper Cumberland. 
Let's just get right into the uh, Class 2A Region 2, York versus Oneida. York, number two ranked team in the state, playing great. Uh, moves to 3-0 and with a 28 to nothing win over second place Oneida in that particular region. Another final of the night, the game we've been uh, kind of watching on our phones, Upperman 14, Smith County 0. And so a big-time game with two top ten teams. Uh, Smith County was is seventh in the state in their uh, Class 2A Region 3, and Upperman ranked second in the state in Class 4A. So big win for Adam Kane and the Upperman Bees, and Matt Dyer and the Smith County Owls will come to uh, Gainesboro next week to kind of rebound and put themselves back on the winning uh, trajectory uh, because that is a packed, packed, heavy uh, district, excuse me, region with Smith County, East Robertson, Westmoreland, Monterey, Trasdale, and these Jackson County Blue Devils. Another game of uh, uh, of concern for this Region 3, Class 2A, is East Robertson 6, Westmoreland 12 in the third quarter. Would be a tremendous upset uh, for that region. Uh, more scores are going to be uh, Joe Burns, is six clay county 25 with 820 to go in the fourth quarter uh cookville gallatin game uh gallatin a solid team expected to win this one cookville at 23 23 ball game in the third quarter kicks a field goal late in the fourth 26 cookville gallatin 23 with a minute 58 remaining at Gallatin. So, big-time game right there for the Cavaliers. Livingston is down against a White County team. Excuse me, Cumberland, White County 35, Cumberland County 7, and Stone Memorial 14, Livingston 3. And those are Green Hill 35, Warren County 0 to end the night. So some because of our running clock, some of our games are not complete around the Upper Cumberland, but there is a rundown. That is a fantastic rundown there, Coach. And stop by Frontier Chevy Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston where your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. A full recap of all the action and, all, and the interviews with the coaches is going to be tomorrow morning at 9, the high school playbook on The Rock 93.7. Plumbing, emergencies or repair. Bucks Plumbing. Preventative or emergency. Bucks Plumbing. From leaky faucets to mainline replacements. Bucks Plumbing. For more than 60 years, they take care of issues and they do it right. Bucks Plumbing. Put this number in your phone, 528-1157. That's 528-1157. Plumbing, sewer, repairs, installs, a new look, an upgrade. Look no further than Box Plumbing, 528-1157. Michelin, BF Goodrich, two brands synonymous with great tires. Hall of Fame brands, tires that last a long time, tires that keep your family safe. Doug Freeman Tire is your local Michelin and BF Goodrich dealer. The Freeman name is synonymous with keeping your vehicle rolling day in, day out. Now Doug Freeman Tire has brought that commitment to service and two great brands to a brand new location. Highway 70 Cookville, two miles from Outdoor Junction. Great brands, great tires, the Freeman name. Doug Freeman Tire. 
here's your sign. Your sign to do that project you've wanted to do. The project you've needed to do. Here's your sign. Budget sales. Replace those outdated kitchen cabinets with something fresh and new. Take out those old-style bathroom vanities and add instant value to your home. Get rid of the old carpet and replace it with flooring that's modern and clean. Remodel the home you love. Your kitchen, your bathroom, just like new. Thanks to your creativity and budget sales selection. 1930 East Spring Street, just minutes from I-40. Fall. Call it your wrap it up, pack it away, get it ready time. Prep and protect. That's your mission. Get ready for winter. Finish up those projects. See what you need to get ready for spring. Let the Building Center help in your prep and protect mission. The Building Center has all the supplies. And the expertise. That's free. The Building Center, Main Street, Livingston. Highway 111 at South Jefferson Avenue, Cookville. Ready to be your support during fall's missions. Prep and protect. Hi, everyone. I'm Devin Hoke here with my partner, Coach Wes Shanks. We're here at Jackson County High School, where I will be next Friday night as Jackson County will take on the Smith County Owls. Coach, let's just preview that game really quickly here. Uh, you know, what, what can, you know, what can we expect out of that matchup? Well, we saw it early on in the first uh, two series, three series of the game tonight. Jackson County has potential to keep up with anybody in the Upper Cumberland on offense. Uh, they've got to be on the, the same page. They've got to be uh, clicking like a well-oiled machine. But we saw some ups and downs tonight against a uh, Burstown team that, you know, should have been, you know, easily run over. And so, again, the the – the weather, the the dew, the moisture in the air might have had something to do with it. Uh, but they're going to have to do it against an opponent that's going to be defensively plus 300 across the board on the defensive line, plus 320 uh, on the offensive line it's with a, a Matt Dyer coached Smith County team. They've got a, a new quarterback this year, a freshman uh, quarterback, Martin. They had to replace last year's quarterback because of a transfer, Caden Powell, that went to Beach High School. And so they're just reloading. Matt Dyer's got that program going in the right direction uh, for that uh, Class 2A uh, Region 3 division. And, and you know Smith County's going to come here looking for a revenge win because of the Upperman loss tonight. Uh, luckily, that was a non-region game for them. But now they are atop the leaderboard, atop the standings at 2-0. and you got East Robertson, if the score holds with Westmoreland, they're going to drop down to uh, tie for third with Westmoreland jumping up to a second place in the standings. And then Monterey and Trousdale are both at 1-1. One one. Jackson County's bringing up the rear at 0-2. But you get one win in that region, and then you go from last to third and in a position to advance into the playoffs. And that's what uh, your head coach for Jackson County Blue Devils is going to want to see. And, again, Jackson County's offense, Smith County's 
<laughs> their team. I mean, they're, they're, they're one of the top teams in the state for a reason. They beat a good East Robertson team. They're going to come here and, and try to over uh, physical, you know, play and just push guys around. And if Jackson County doesn't have the right strategy, they may do so. And Smith County, as you said, they're they're probably going to be very fired up for this game, considering that they got shut out by Upperman. The final score of that Upperman-Smith County game was Upperman 14 and Smith County 0. So I've got a feeling that that offense is probably going to be fired up and ready to click on all cylinders, try to be perfect for this upcoming game. And that could be tricky for this, this Jackson County defense. However, we just saw Jackson County get a shutout. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's a shutout against a Pickett County team that hasn't scored now in over four games. So, yes, it's a shutout. That's impressive for the Jackson County Blue Devils regardless. However, uh, you know, the Pickett County, you know, that they've just struggled offensively here. So it'll be a big-time battle. Smith County is going to be coming in here with a 5-2 and two overall record. And Jackson County is going to be hosting this game with a 3-3 three and three overall record. But 0-2 in the region, desperate to get back into that one. You're not going to want to miss it here on Sports Radio 104.7. But that'll do it for us here. I'm Devin Hoke. I'm with Coach Wes Shanks. The final score of this game, just to reiterate one last time, the Jackson County Blue Devils had 52, and the Pickett County Bobcats had zero. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Follow UCSportsNation.com for the latest news on all the region's teams. UCSportsNation.com. From Sports Radio 104.7. The following is a Sports Radio 104.7 Sports Special. Atlanta Braves baseball. Driven by Doug Freeman Tire. Highway 70 Cookville. Doug Freeman Tire. The first pitch is on the way from Sports Radio 104.7. Back under the lights tomorrow night, 720 Eastern, 620 Central. Spencer Strider, Yoan Adome. That's the pitching matchup. And then the finale on Sunday, Jackson Rutledge going for the Nationals. 2-0 on a ground ball to third. That'll be gloved by Carter Keyboom. And his throw across, gloved knee-high by Dominic Smith, the first base, two down. Braves have not announced a starter for Sunday. Well, that ball game will start at 3:10 Eastern, 2:10 Central. So a little bit later this Sunday than what you're used to on Sundays. I haven't heard any names mentioned for a starter for Sunday. Could be a bullpen game. That make a lot of sense. Ozzie Albies up to the plate. Two hits tonight. Ozzie takes a called strike. Ozzie had an RBI triple back in the fifth inning. That's the last time the Braves scored a run. Oh, one outside, one and one. Stick around after the ball game for the Hyundai postgame show, hosted by Kevin McAlpin. As he'll take you inside the Braves clubhouse, hearing from Snit and others, and get you ready for tomorrow as well. Albies takes 